This is something I doubt That I care too much about I realize that's fair Nevertheless, we're going on air I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, down, down as the voices began to blow It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio In the studio Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo, and this show is now sponsored by the Home Buying Guys. If you are in need of getting rid of a house, if there's something that you just can't afford to fix up and you got to get rid of it, it's just it's just a burden, give the Home Buying Guys a call. I mean, divorce, a house that you got to get out of the, out of the, the property or the ownership of you two, uh, you, you lost a loved one. Anything that you just need to liquidate a house, give the home buying guys a call. They are uh, the new season six sponsors of things you think you don't care about. Uh, today with me, I have first time guest Courtney Farrell. Courtney, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good man. Glad to have him. Glad you joined. Uh, glad you got the uh, glad, glad you got the pass from the wife. I did have to. Uh, that was good. Have to work that over. Always got to run that by. Uh, and then uh, repeat guest Chris Moyer. Chris, how you doing? I'm great. Good man. So today uh, we want to talk Super Bowl reactions. Super Bowl reactions. Uh, there was so many things going on, and there was so many things going on in the Super Bowl. Number one, I don't know how you could sleep on it like that. That was pretty rude. Because um, it was pretty awful. It was not a great <laughs> performance by Kansas City. No. It was a magnificent performance by the Bucks, which made the game kind of kind of blah. But there was so many little ancillary details about the game that made it a historic game. It made it one that you, if you, even if you didn't have a dog in the fight, which you said to me uh, earlier, that uh, you still wanted to at least tune in and see how it weren't how it worked out. Oh, of course. So my biggest thing was uh, Mahomes. If if they win, it's like the old ushering in the new, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if Mahomes loses, it's like. You know what? You're almost there. You know you got a little more to learn, and uh, and Papa Bear's going to teach you. <laughs> That's pretty much how that kind of worked out, in my opinion. Patience, Grasshopper. That's right. So, uh, so I mean, there's so many little things. So, just as a recap, you know, Bucks won 31 to uh, to nine over the Chiefs. Uh, seven rings for Brady, which is astounding. Uh, fifth MVP. How do you not? How do you not make Brady the MVP? Right, I mean, unless you make the entire defense the MVP, because they—that's my vote. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the first time the Chiefs have been held in single digits in a couple years, maybe. I don't know that statistic. I do know. That, I don't know if that's. I, if that's I do true, know but, that's the first game since high school that Mahomes has been on a team that hasn't scored a touchdown. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's kind of my point. It's, so. I mean, they really shut him down, and uh, I mean that was. Whew, it was a, like I said, it was a brilliant performance by the Bucks all around. Uh, Brady and Gronk became the uh, the best QB wide receiver combo, or you know, pass thrower, pass catcher, right? Since he's a tight end uh, duo, since what was it, Montana and Rice? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, listen, I, I don't like a whole lot of arbitrary stats, that, but that to me is a pretty solid one. It is a little arbitrary, but who's going to beat that? Well, you know so, I mean? so going back to his MVPs, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. So he has as many – I believe the terminology is he has as many Super Bowl MVPs as the as a player with Super Bowl – as any other player with Super Bowl rings. Something like so that. So in other words, he has more rings than anybody. But yeah. the next person, not only does he have – more rings than him, but he has as many MVPs as that person has rings. Yeah. And I can't, I can't remember who it was. I think Charles Haley, maybe? Very possible with I the think, Cowboys and the 49ers. I think that's who it was. That whole stint that he had yeah. going on. Uh, which, if we're talking defensive goats, Charles Haley was a oh, beast. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but anyway, so there's so many there's so many little things I just kind of want to get into. First of all, did y'all catch the streaker? Yes. Okay. So, not on TV though, because yeah, you know what, you know how yeah, they do, right? Yeah. Oh well, we don't want to give him any okay. airtime. Right, right. Okay. He wasn't a streaker. That was he, not a streaker. He well, did moon he wasn't naked. But he, but I mean, he was he wearing was, a leotard. Underneath. No, he pulled it down. He had a thong. Oh, oh, is that what that was? I thought it, it was, looked like a thong because the pink, cheeks are cheeks. Well, cheeks are cheeks. Yeah. Okay, but there was no hole exposed. True. Okay. Well, yeah, because it was a thong, but right. that's what I'm saying. So he wasn't so, naked, right? I mean, he was, he, listen, you know. this guy was the this guy was the worst streaker in the history of streakers. I don't know. <laughs> I, it looked like he shook a guy off his shoes. Hey, you said no, 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 no. I'm not saying he wasn't successful in in staying on the field for <laughs> no, a minute. I'm saying that no, if you're going to be a streaker. You want to talk about success? You get out there and you have some nuts and you show them, and you really go balls to the wall. Okay, that's true. But if you want to talk about success, uh huh. By the time he came off the field, he had more yards than the entire Chiefs offense. <laughs> okay. So he, Brutal. I would say yeah. he was pretty successful. But he had no defense. <laughs> he had no defense trying to stop him until the until the sheriffs caught him out on the goal line. And that one guy had a pretty good tackle. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think he tackled. He slid. No, he slid. He slid. He yeah, yeah, he slid at so the he, one. He slid short of the goal line. Yeah, he gave himself up on he's the trying, one. He's trying so, to run the clock not out. Not really you know? sure what happened there. So close. Oh my gosh, that was. I mean, it was the running back that did that. But in terms, oh, I don't remember who it was. It was an important game. But uh, well, this is so. But man, in terms of streakers, listen. If you're going to be a streaker, be a streaker. Don't just be some Yahoo running out on the field wearing a leotard. Well, I feel like I feel like you get less of a of a prison sentence, right? So you get you get your trespassing or uh -huh. whatever. But then if you get your you know your oh, public you nudity or decent exposure to yeah. minors or yeah. to you know whatever else could be. Yeah. So I so feel the like wrong might you know, save him two years. And, right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And and maybe having to register maybe as a sex in, offender. Maybe put him in county <laughs> lockup instead of state or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, so I mean that was pretty funny. If y'all checked out the uh, who was who was the announcer Harlan Keith Harlan Kevin Harlan I don't I forget who it was but he that was, they played the he he audio. He commentated yeah, he the yep. entire thing and for 46 seconds or whatever. It was genius. Was He's, it that long? It was 46. about 46. Respect yeah. to him. I yeah. have been out of there. That was pretty solid. About I mean, 15 seconds and I'm out. You know, one of those cameras were following it just the whole time, right? Because cool. one of the camera guys probably were paid by him. And... Uh, <laughs> And so he was following it. He's calling it like uh, Chris Berman would call the home run derby, man. Back, 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 back. Yep. He's at the 20. Oh, he jukes some guy right there. Oh, what a move. <laughs> Spin nice move. It was a good move. Oh, man, that was pretty funny. Somebody said he was going to be. A, he, he was gonna have to apologize. I don't remember who it was. but So they played the audio, and they were like, 
yeah, he's going to have to apologize here in a couple days or something like that. So, oh, yeah, he did say something like, be a man. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was very yeah. not PC. Pretty much what you just said. Yeah. It I mean, was be a man, nut up, whatever, yeah. you know. And, yeah, 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 if you're going to do it, so, do it right or right. something. I mean, yeah. that was pretty funny. And so, so be a bear, be yeah, to apologize in a couple days. He will, he will. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it wasn't one of those hot mic situations. I mean, he was definitely yeah. cognizant of what he was saying, Absolutely. you know, and knew it was being aired in some capacity. Anyway, so uh, just some a little, th- you know, a little uh, precursor to this game. The Chiefs were favorites by three and a half points. Uh, <laughs> I, I used the DraftKings. Uh, Do you think the Bucks covered? The uh, Bucks. <laughs> Definitely covered that. <laughs> covered and smothered. Right. Well, they also thought it was going to be a relatively high-scoring game. 57.5 yeah. points was the uh, was the over-under. And uh, I think within within 12 hours of the game, it dropped down from 3.5 to 3 points. I mean, cool. they knew it was going to be – or they – I'm sorry. They thought it was going to be close. Right. Everybody who was anybody thought this game was going to be relatively close. You mm-hmm. have Brady, who's just a, a beast in the playoffs, and then you have Mahomes, who has proven to be very, very successful and, and – his offense pretty prolific, right? So I mean, you can't you can't shuck the fact that that the game should have been a much higher scoring game than. And it I was. think that's why earlier, you know, I kind of did the the snoring type deal, and yeah. I talk about how awful the game was because the expectations going in, yeah, the hype going in was this is going to be a close game. There's going to be a lot of scoring. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. It's yeah. going to be give and take. Yep. And it, it it felt like I was I was watching the Cowboys. Uh, play anybody right well that uh, there's and, a lot of similar because the <laughs> offensive line was just as mangled as the Dallas oh god oh, it was that was awful horrible that Mahomes was, was running for his life the yeah. whole game didn't he run like someone like 400 yards or something before he threw the ball <laughs> yeah i don't uh, even know backwards and sideways oh my yeah. god something, something. he never got one stat for that no i mean he'd snap the ball and the dude's in his face and he takes off running backwards yeah and just no, tries no, to get rid of it well and but that but listen kudos to uh, to the Bucks' defensive coordinator, I mean, yeah. they they really came after him, you know. And uh, but here's the thing: they didn't. They only rushed five, the whole game. That's all they needed. But the, yeah. but the offensive line couldn't block. No, oh, well, that's what's crazy. You got two backup tackles. You well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your two true. backup tackles, right? You know. But uh, it, man, I don't know. It just it was so. bad. So if Brady had both of those backup tackles, does the game turn out the same way? I think it turns out the same. I just think it. Turns out it looks different in its turnout, if that makes sense. The score is different. Uh, you know, he has a, a le- one less touchdown or something. They have one more, something like that. Let's say if the tackles were reversed, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you. But even still, Mahomes made so many throws. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> were just pure athletic moves. Yeah. I mean, those were not quarterback moves in any way, shape, Well, or speaking form. of speaking of average Joes, right, you know, from the movie Dodgeball, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, the one where he dives sideways parallel to the ground oh, and yeah. sidearms it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Mahomes did yeah. while he was getting tackled, and it should have been a touchdown. Well, it hit him Dro- in the face. And the guy dropped it. Hands yeah. like feet. I Man, was like, was oh, my bad. gosh. How about the one that whenever he was running over to the sideline, fell through it basically the same way, I mean, except – he was falling the opposite direction, and the guy almost caught that in the back of the end zone. Yeah, and it looked like he did the how, the mm-hmm. bang bang of the ball hitting the ground and he grabbing it. I thought it was a touchdown. Oh yeah, the second. one arm where, where it looked like he caught it with one yeah, arm. Yeah, but then you but saw it bounced off. And, yeah, you yeah. could tell the separation on the slow motion replay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he put that where only that guy could get it. Yep, and he was 
the other, like the opposite direction lateral mm-hmm. to the ground. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And there were so many, there, there were just so many high profile drops. So Tyreek Hill, it wasn't a gimme catch by any stretch of the imagination, but he turned around, he was jumping up, yeah. and a ball went right through his hands and hit him in the face mask. Yeah, yeah. And he dropped, and that would have been a touchdown. Yeah. You had Kelsey drop a touchdown. You had, I mean, it was, I don't know. It was, it was the biggest choke job in the history of football in my, uh, like, from a team that everybody thinks is going to win, from right. all phases, though. yeah, absolutely, phase and they missed, and they missed a field awful. goal. So if they had made the field goal right, that's four scores. They'd had twelve points. If you change those to touchdowns, like they should have been, uh-huh. instead of their offense stalling in the red zone yeah. on every drive, they'd had twenty-eight points. It's a totally different ball game. Yeah, well, that's you know? true. Well, it's not a different ball game. They still lose. Well, if they only no, get because the, because if they're scoring touchdowns, the Bucks don't play. It, it changes your strategy. The Bucks don't play the same way on defense. They don't necessarily attack the same. It, it's a different. It's a different strategy. Uh, so you're saying if if they scored those touchdowns, then that changes what the Bucks Correct. scored. It, well, it changes how the Bucks would play. So so you never know. The Bucks. I don't might, know if it does. Maybe the Bucks are more conservative. Maybe they're more aggressive. Maybe they make more mistakes. Maybe they make know. less mistakes. Maybe you know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know because all you're talking about, all you're talking about, is the offensive side of the ball. You're not talking about the defensive side of the ball for the Chiefs. Oh, come the on, defense was okay. garbage. I, I agree. So with the special I teams, but you're but you're I didn't, a coach. I need to check out the but special teams. I, I missed some of the special teams. But you're a coach. Okay. Tell me that your either your offensive or your defensive strategies don't change based on the score of the game. They they, they have the score of the game does have a, a bit of a play into it. So I but feel like the Bucks would have play modified. Doesn't the way change that just playing. because your strategy changes. Like if the defense is going to commit those uh, uh, pass interference, they're going to commit them regardless of your strategy. Over and which over ones? Again. The, Any the, of the them. ones they actually committed or the ones that, okay, that the so, refs gave them? Okay, so I think the refs <laughs> – I only saw one I thought the refs gave, and that was the one where the ball landed 20 feet outside of the end zone. Well, there was that one. That wasn't catchable. Okay, what about the other the, one the where Mike their, Evans, their legs he, got tangled up yeah, and the dude tripped, fell down? Yeah, not catchable. That's not, no, that, that if wasn't Mike Evans, interference. If Mike Evans is running and unimpeded while running – he has a chance to catch that ball, but it wasn't pass interference. It was it was unintentional. Incident, incidental. Contact. It was incidental contact. It, it, there was no intent. Mm. There was no intent to interfere. So when the hands go down and grab the ankles, there's no intent. Did you did you see that? Oh yeah. That's did they what, grab or did they that's what it glance. looked like. Well, that's what it looked like happened in real time. Uh huh. Possibly. Yeah. But when you watched it, yeah. that did not happen. So you're saying His Mike Evans didn't even sold touch it. it? So you're just saying Mike Evans sold it. Well, I think Mike Evans legitimately fell down. I just think it was a bad call. I think it was contact. I don't think it was a grab. Well, see, I think that that's what the call should have been in the end zone, just illegal contact. Well, no, 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 not illegal contact, incidental contact, which no, is no, no call. No, it's no flag. Well, that's but, what we're no, but the about. illegal is after the five yards and right. balls in the air and yeah, may not yeah, be yeah. catchable, but you should still he. Well, so yeah. illegal contact is supposed to be after five yards, yeah. ball not in the air. Once the ball's in the air, then okay. it's passing. Well, okay, I don't think the yeah. ball was in the air. I think that's when Brady threw it, was when the contact was made. And then they called pass interference in the end and zone. And was it beyond five yards, though? Because I don't think I'm it was. I'm fairly certain it was. I'm uh, fairly it was certain. pretty quick off the line. I'm so. fairly certain it was like 10 yards. They were at least 10 yards from yeah. the end zone. Anyways, there's so many people that think the refs blew the game. But I, well, I'm not one calls, of those people. A couple calls don't change people. the outcome of the well, game. That I think the, well, the, one, the one did, though. The one where we're talking about should have been incidental contact on Mike Evans. Uh-huh. If I remember correctly, that was that drive right before the half uh-huh. when they got the ball back with a minute left. Yeah, and 
uh, uh, and ended up going down and, and scoring. And Antonio Brown getting that touchdown. Yeah, because yeah. they were only down by eight. And they the Chiefs were down by eight, going to get the ball back uh-huh. at the beginning of the second half. Right. And in a minute, they got another touchdown. That's true. Now you're down by 15. Okay, so That listen, changes things. But you also got to look at Fournette. Is either Fournette or Jones whenever he was running at the one-yard line. From the aerial view, this dude's entire upper body crosses the goal line. So unless what, he's carrying, I, so I know the, what you're talking about. Unless he's carrying the ball with his nutsack, so he does not not cross the I know plane. What, I know what you're talking about. There are two things to factor in. One, uh-huh. if you look at what part in the video crosses, uh-huh. it's about from from chest up. So if he has the ball lower at all, because he's leaning forward, all that needs to cross no, no, is on, the tip of on, the football. So he's leaning forward. So it's possible the ball didn't cross just for that reason. But uh-huh. second of all, the camera angle was from the inside of the field. So in other words, you're looking I get you're the geometry behind down. that. You're looking at an angle. It was pretty dang close so to So from top the top down, down. They have that string, that camera that flies on the string above everything and can be any I, angle you want it to. It was but pretty it darn close to right over the but top. But if of it. it okay, but if it was over the top, maybe none of him crosses the line cuz he didn't cross it by much even from that angle. But his no. And it was called fourth down, so it's got to be more than enough evidence. To, and they played. That's and true. They, I agree with the that. The sideline view and the sideline view, it clearly showed that he didn't get far enough. Oh yeah, clearly. And in it fairness clearly, for him, yeah. the lineman did stop on the hole, which is a no-no. If he would if he would have went through another. As the lineman coach, I would same. expect you to you, you to find that. the. You got to finish yeah. it. You got to keep that going forward. Absolutely. You finish it. So but, here's my deal. I think the Bucks outplay the Chiefs, hands down. One hundred percent. Hands down. And outcoached. Do I do I think that the there you go. Agreed. And do I think that the refs. Gave him the game, cost him the game. No, I don't. But I do believe there were a couple bad calls that were legitimately uh, uh, bad calls that led to points for the Bucks. But I also believe that the Chiefs, they just they just laid an egg. So let's just talk about if the Bucks don't get two of those touchdowns because of the calls. Chiefs still never scored a touchdown. Different game though. Yeah. Different game. Yeah, but momentum's they, different. But momentum's a little. In the second quarter, that's I mean. true. But then it's but a one. The it's a one touchdown still, game at that point. But the so deep, but they maybe, still never got well, in, and maybe, they kept trying. But maybe the Chiefs run more. Maybe they go for a couple field goals they that they didn't take when they went forward on fourth down. Maybe I mean d- things change when the scores. That's true. Are, when it's a one touchdown game. That's true. But here's the deal: the Bucks dominated. I agree. The Bucks dominated. I'm not. The, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Bucks. The Bucks played a fantastic game. The Chiefs just they just sucked. They blew it. Yeah. They did not play to their potential. Nobody I will, I will say when it was seven to three, it felt like that they were getting beat twenty one to three. Yeah. Like yes. they felt it should have been so much more. Exactly. Than yes. Absolutely. I would agree with that as well. Um so but you look at the Chiefs of their playoff run. I mean, they beat some pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. The Bills really good teams. Well, and they beat the Bucks in week twelve. Right. Well, that was the last time the Bucks lost, yeah. conveniently enough. Which and they almost came back. I mean, you think about that first quarter where Tyreek Hill exploded. Yep. They got him situated, and then they were well. And that's where you would think the game would be closer, right? Is because right. of that. So well, and then you talk. You you hear Brady talking about the month of November. He said the entire month of November was pretty rough. Yeah. And that was, I think, at the very end of November. And so then they they just go on this tear. You look at man. You look at who they beat to get to the playoffs or to get to the the Super Bowl. They on had, the road. They went through the, everybody until until the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Uh, they beat the Saints. They beat the Packers. They beat the Rams. Wasn't the Rams they played? 
I think it was the Rams that they matched up in, in the second round. No, I think Redskins and then Saints and then uh, – Oh, that's right. They played the, Reds, the Redskins first. Mm-hmm. And or then, the football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yikes. They played – and then the Saints-Packers. That's mm-hmm. how that worked out. So, so here's what's great yeah. about when we did our yeah. mid mid year yeah, yeah, yeah. preview. Yeah, dude, I had, Joey picked the Bucks, Chiefs, and Bucks to win. Did he? Yeah, he's so, right there. So I had the I had the AFC down. Yeah, but the Bucks totally screwed up my NFC. Well, I, I did not have the Bucks getting out of the second round. So listen, here's what Tom that, Brady. So did. they totally screwed up my bracket. Tom Brady thing. went to the NFC and said, "You know what, guys? I am better than you, and I'm going to prove it." Negative. And that's what he did. Well, he just beat, he beat both of them. There, there might nobody be, in the you NFC. You cannot tell me he outplayed Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers okay, okay, okay. outplayed him stat, by, by, for the stat line? In general. Okay. He had a lesser football team, in my opinion. You think Aaron Rodgers had a lesser football team? Mm-hmm. Even though LeBron they were the, some bums. Even though they were like uh, second best team in – Regular season. So here's what's interesting. Here's what I find interesting about that. So I mean, it's all about when you're hot and when you're the hottest. That is true. I, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but you could tell it just seemed the leadership and his composure was really the difference. Where you instead of having your defensive guys going bad on coaches, not you know exploding. Yeah. Two drives after the initial you know conflict occurred. Right. Where over there it was just calm. He kept everybody calm and settled and focused. Yeah. Where Mahomes, you know, Mahomes. You hadn't seen him in that situation, uh, so how's he going to respond? Right. He hasn't ever been better. challenged like he right. was. In like, the team in yeah. general. Yeah. That's the right. Coaches from oh, top to bottom. Absolutely. challenged that way. Absolutely. But see, what I thought was well, interesting oh, but, about what he was. Well, to, to your point, Matthew over there on the sideline, after he commits that foul, he's in the co- – listen, he's in that coach's face. That coach is over there, but he's just like – he looks like he's saying, it's not my fault, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it looks like he's shucking the responsibility a little bit, and you can't really read his, read his lips, which I'm, is probably a good thing, but – uh, he's over there just throwing his hands up. And he's, I mean, you can see he's visibly angry and dejected and all this other stuff. The Just the whole vibe on the defense was just down. But he reverted back because, if you remember, that kind of attitude is why a lot of people stayed away from him in the first place. That's right. Well, what I, what I right. heard about that, by the way, is apparently Brady called him after the game uh. and was like, hey, that was my bad. I, I started that. I'm sorry. Uh, which is funny. Because then whoever it was on the radio, again, because I can't remember their names, so even though I listen to them all the time, they were like, uh, if I'm Matthew, I'm like, don't freaking call me after the game and tell right. me my bad. Like, I don't want to hear that, you yeah. know. And when we lose the Super Bowl, you know. Um, but but before I forget, so he's talking about Aaron Rodgers and, yeah. and Tom Brady. So what I, what I found interesting was that Aaron Rodgers uh, got the MVP for this year. Yeah. That's- which Which – Brady took the Bucks, who were nobody, uh-huh. to what he did this year. Uh-huh. Even not counting the playoffs prior to the playoffs. Yep. I don't think there's any argument that Brady probably should have been MVP this year. Even though I'm not a Brady fan personally, I'm so, not. So okay. So, but for the, what he did for the Bucks this season, this is I cannot believe he did not uh, get league MVP. This is my this is my problem with with stat only awards. <laughs> They don't tell you everything. Right. right. So, which is why I'm not a Dak Prescott fan. But MVP isn't a stat-only award, is it? It's very subjective. They can hear. Do what? Isn't, isn't the MVP <laughs> award very subjective? It's not stat, It's not 100% stat-based. It's, 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 it's voter so opinion. It's so predominantly stat-based. Oh, okay, so okay. Let, me, let, let me switch gears, go to different sports. So, okay. if you look at, like, when the Splash Brothers and Golden State, right, when they were just beating the brakes off of everyone. Right. The cast was amazing. 
I think that's a little different type of championship when you look at LeBron taking four spares uh-huh. and guys don't even know, you know, when when he won with the Cavs. On. Yes. Oh, he yeah. Drug them along. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot. I think that Brady was dropped in. I don't know how they managed to get this roster. I don't under either. Salary cap, which was but it awesome. was phenomenal. Yes. He had a lot of. But without him, they did him. nothing. Well, but that okay. That's, that's but that the, wasn't the same cast. You know. I would. I agree that. Well, okay. Well, it no, was. No, no, no. Who they add? Fournette. That was it. Everybody Fournette, else was already Bronco there. Who scored two touchdowns? Oh, well, okay. Well, wait, Antonio well, Brown. Well, the last. Okay. Well, okay. Well, you're, you're as right. As soon as but you put who, Antonio Brown out there against Mike Evans on the opposite side, mm. who do you guard? Well, but who who brought those two players in? If Brady, well, Mike Evans, if I think Brady's, was drafted, no, 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 or no, no. it was I'm early, early. Gronk and Brown. Oh, if Brady's not there, neither of them come to the Bucks. That's that's agreed. neither. That's true. That's Gronk's true. retired, and Brown, the Bucks weren't going to pick him up. They only picked him up because Brady told him to pick him up. But he's still surrounded by great weapons. Yeah. Okay, but well, that's my but problem of, with but Dak. But because of him, that he brought those weapons with him. It, okay, okay, that's I, I so, agree. You know, I agree. The same there. thing, but you're about to say. I know. I feel where you're about to go. In Dak's case, it's a it's a letdown. But for Brady's case, it's elevated because it's he brought be, him no, with no, him. No, no, no. They no, were no. there because of Brady. No, no, no. That's what, what I'm about to say is the weapons are only as good as the person using them. That's correct. And, uh. The Cowboys went through four quarterbacks, including Dak, and had a winning record or fit 500 without him. Misnomer. I, that defense was one of the trashiest ones, literally, in okay. the history of the But NFL. we were able to scratch out the same amount of wins as losses when Dak was 1-4 and four with well, a bajillion yards, apparently. Look at the look at his schedule and the team they were playing versus the back end of the Cowboys this year. But it it's was night and day. it was week one, too. Like, who who, who knows who you're playing at right, that But those week. are good teams. You, I mean, the Rams, we barely be stay close with who end up, you know, not doing too bad. Okay. But they trade their quarterback. Well, they got rid of their quarterback because he's awful. That? So, yeah, that well, was, he's, he's, an, he, he's a Jameis Winston 2.0. He, too many interceptions, that, yeah, too fair. many. That's fair. To, he's just he's he's not going to get him over the hump. That's I right. thought it was weird I, that well, they he, gave up so much for Stafford. So much. What is Stafford like? Thirty <laughs> six? Like I don't know. We I might have get together. two years out of him. Three years out of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, him and Kershaw were roommates, and Kershaw is one of the oldest pitchers in baseball right now. But I am really excited though <laughs> to see what Stafford can do with a decent team because Detroit's been a dumpster fire forever. So long. Well, so, Detroit's been such a dumpster know, fire because uh, they haven't ever solidified both sides of the ball. They've always tried to do one or the other, and it's probably salary cap based or, or personalities or coaching philosophies or whatever. But they've either had a really good defense in the average offense or a really good offense in average. Is there any other defense. team in the NFL that's had two of the greatest players in NFL history retire early because their teams are so bad? We're talking about Calvin Johnson and, and Barry Sanders and Barry Sanders. Mm. Yes, no, I mean seriously, no. like who? Well, two what totally teams? different errors. Like, yeah. there might have right. been an error between the two. <laughs> well, but, but they're so the same. Awful. Hasn't right. the owner been the same the entire time? Yeah, that would make sense. So, I mean, that would make sense. It's listen. It's the same concept as Jerry Jones too in mm. Dallas. I mean, he's he is the biggest. Uh, he's the big. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the but he's the biggest bringer in of talent. But he's also the biggest, like you said, roadblock. To success, because he wants to run the team, and he, he doesn't. He's not he doesn't a GM. He's yeah. he's a checkbook writer. I mean, he's he'll sign the checks. That's he, what he's good for. And that's he has what a little owner it, syndrome. It's and, like he and can't get over the the Jimmy Johnson days. Well, and that's no, the problem is at, at this point he knows that that's the case. He thinks but the Barry so, Switzer championship was because of him. But he's so let me, let me, proud. Let me tell you that he won't admit it. That's true. That he won't. He won't admit it. I he worked, will die before he changes it. I worked for a guy who played for Barry Switzer. Uh-huh. I'm sitting in this man's study in Norman, Oklahoma, and he tells me, lets me put the Super Bowl ring on. He looks at me and says, Coach, 
I didn't have to do much. I just had to make sure I didn't steer into an iceberg. Exactly. He knew that yep. that team was totally oh, yeah. loaded. And that, was that was the, Jimmy's team. It was one of the right. best. For that sure. was one of the for best sure. comprised organizations from 92 to 90. Maybe 96, but 96 right. is when they kind so of tailed I, I count 95. Well, 96 that's is Jerry's. when they had Quincy I mean, Carter. <laughs> is that right? I think. The cocaine Cowboys. Wasn't it 96? Did, did Aikman, he retired right after the 95 season? I'm pretty sure he did. No, because he, he got – Think, Maybe it was 96. I think 96 is when they 96, tailed off, well, and then he, Quincy he, Carter came in. But he never played because he kept getting concussed. That's yeah. why he retired. Right. Oh, that, yeah. right. So so I don't think 96 was any good because he, he didn't hardly play, and then he retired. Okay, but still, most of those pieces were still there in 96. Yeah. They, but they were then starting to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you had Irvin get hurt, and yeah. he was done. Yeah. And then you had Aikman concussed, and then you and had – Smith was out within Smith. within a year or two yeah. to the Cardinals or Cardinals. something. Well, that was stupid. We that had was, Troy Hambrick at running back. <laughs> That square. That was the best and worst time. All I remember that quote. You remember that quote? Uh, I don't remember it word for word, but where he was like, he was talking about Emma Smith, and he said, "It's time for the out out with the old, in with the new, or something like that." Like it's my time. And then so Emmett was getting older, and Emmett left, and then Troy was awful. He was so bad. It was oh yeah, (laughs) like man. But there there was something that happened similarly not too long ago where he's like left a lot of meat on the bone. I forget who it was. Like we got rid of Demarcus uh, Demarcus Murray or something, or Demarco, Demarco Murray, and uh, and the guy behind him was like, "Oh, Murray left a lot of meat on the bone for me, and he did yeah. nothing." Trash can McGillicuddy or whatever it was. Yeah. And man, listen, those listen. I deal with the same thing in soccer right now. I got all these. I got all these kids playing JV that think they're varsity superstars, and they would be like if they were <laughs> if they were varsity caliber right now. Right? Right. Uh, but they're not. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for why you go through the stages in sports development that you go through. And it's because you're not where you need to be if you think you are and you're not there. It's because you're not there. And so, anyways, there's just uh, there's just so many things that, I mean, you can't, you can't have somebody with a hothead behind somebody who's putting it down and showing everybody what it's like. You can't have somebody back there saying, oh, I'm going to be breaking all these, I'm going to be doing... No, shut your mouth and play, and then show us that you're going to be doing that. And that's that's my deal. That's the whole comment with soccer. Like, stop telling me that you belong on varsity and show me you belong on varsity, right? right? And so there's a couple kids that are down there that may be good, may be good on varsity at the next level, but they don't, they talk, and they don't show it. Is one of their name... Perhaps uh, Jalen Smith <laughs> in in soccer. Yeah, no, he, we don't. We don't have. Okay. A, we don't have a kid. Oh, Jalen. Okay. <laughs> you were saying that. Just show me instead of talking about it. I yeah. just had flashbacks of '54, <laughs> missing tackles and getting ran over. So, uh, well, hey, you know what? He's pretty good for a one-legged man. You know what I mean? That's so true. that's uh, <laughs> he's mm. he's he gets graded on a curve. So man. okay, so here's okay. So I got some. So let's talk about some firsts that were I thought were pretty cool. Uh. First female official, right, in the Super Bowl. Wait, wait, wait. Bra- groundbreaking, Hold right? Hold on. I have an issue with that. I'm okay with that. I'm I good with it. I have an issue I with think that. she was pretty hot. You couldn't really tell yeah. under the mask, but. I have an issue with that. Gender's a I spectrum. I mean, I know y'all are married, but Gen- I, I mean. Gender's a spectrum, so what's the big deal? No, okay, stop. <laughs> stop. It is. It is. It's You're not. right. No, oh, it's it, not. No it, no, it is. There are two. No, no, no. No, it is a spectrum. <laughs> There's only two colors on that spectrum. Right, yeah, there no, you there's go. Not, Good point, good yeah, point. There's, <laughs> no, there's, there's no, no blur there. between yeah. them. Um, so did you did you hear about the, the wardrobe change? The wardrobe change? Yeah. No. So uh, prior to the Super Bowl, uh-huh. uh, so it was written into the referee's uh, uh, uniform 
that they had to wear fitted hats. So she had to have her hair shoved up under her hat all season. Uh-huh. And right before the Super Bowl, they modified the, the to, wardrobe to snapbacks yeah. so she could wear a ponytail. That's good. So that was the first game that she was able to wear. Listen, hey, women making strides in the, in the profession. I like it. There you it. go. Uh, or people accommodating, one of, the, one of the two. Listen, I'm good with it. I'm good with yeah, it. No, you know, listen, good. if there's a woman that can do a job well that a man traditionally does, let her go for it. There's well, nothing course. telling anybody that says a woman can't do it. It's just that it's generally, I mean, it's a male sport, so generally you just think that mostly males or males only yeah, are going to be involved. Like, a woman referee a, makes perfect sense because they're really good at, at pointing out what men do wrong. That's true. Which is that's probably true. why there she, were so many more flags in this she game. She had so many opportunities at home to practice for this game. <laughs> she took her flags around. Yeah. It showed she was uh, yeah. quite loose with the uh, arm action. Was she? Of the throwing of the flags. Was she? Okay, wait. I didn't we're, see we're talking her about the flags, right? Throw throw the the penalty flags. What we're, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Watch our terminology here. But uh, so anyway, so that, I mean that that's cool. You know, it's groundbreaking. It is what it is. Uh, oldest coach to win a Super Bowl, sixty-eight years old. One of the coolest things I thought: his ninety-five-year-old grandma or mother, not grandma, his ninety-five-year-old mom was in the stands. That's impressive. Number yep. one, that she was able to be there, and number two, that it's his first, isn't it? She wasn't scared yep. of yep. no COVID. Yeah, as no, a head coach, absolutely. Yeah, right. As a head coach, he's one of my favorite people, coaches, and people in the NFL. Really, I love Bruce Arians. Why is that? Just his, his swagger, yeah. the way he interacts with, with people, and he is no nonsense. Yeah. You know, and he's, well, just, he's a coach's coach. You know well, what so I, mean? I what I liked about him was from what you're saying right there, he took zero credit for the championship. He said, this is not my trophy. This is not my win. This is y'all's. Y'all coaches, y'all players, I didn't do anything. I was just <laughs> – I put some plays on a piece of paper, or I I just said, here, you two, you do this, you do that. Y'all won this game, or y'all got here. And I thought that was one of the coolest things because, listen, you you can only you can only do so much leading from the front. You can only do so much. You can only get so much credit as a leader. The credit belongs to the organization. If somebody wants to, you know, shine a light on you a little bit, hey, you know, you did a great job. Okay, great. Appreciate that, but how about you shine the light on someone else who maybe did a little bit more? And that's exactly what a leader does. And uh, and man, he just when he did that, I was like, good gracious, that was awesome. And it was, I mean, it was in front of everybody, right? It was on the mic. It was after the game. Uh, hey, coach, you did such a great job. No, they did a great job. So know? speaking of which is this is gonna digress from the list. Absolutely, but, no, I so got that, more. So that brings no, so that brings up. <laughs> Uh, Brady and Belichick relationship, oh. right? Uh-huh. So there's the argument when they break up, you know, okay, well, so why were they so successful? Uh-huh. Everybody talks about uh, because Belichick has a system that you can plug anybody into. That's why they remain competitive for so long with average talent yeah. or what most people would call average talent. Um, but then you have the other side of it that says, you know, hey, it's all Brady. He made it all work. Um, you know, Belichick was just the beneficiary of having the greatest quarterback of all time on his team. Uh, and so then, so then they break up mm-hmm. and Brady goes to the Bucks, yep. albeit with some really good pieces in place that he never would have had at the Patriots because they never would have brought him in. It's true. And he wins. And Belichick gets well, who I believe in, in a former life, was good. I thought but I Cam believe he's an Newton, extremely subpar quarterback. I thought on Cam his team. Newton was a. It was a great move for him 
to go to New England. I think it was awful for New England. I think no, but I just think it was a great move for him to get the opportunity to get out of the Carolina shadow. Yeah. And into a place where Bel listen, let's don't let's don't skirt the facts. Belichick's a good coach. No, I agree. You don't have the Super Bowl appearances and the Super Bowl victories without Belichick at the helm. But you also don't have them without Brady there either. It it took one to and the other. It took them both to get where they got. You can't look back and say, if you took Belichick out of this thing and added a Bruce Arians, or if you put somewhere else, then they still have six super. They may have three or four, but you don't say that they have what they got. You don't take Brady out of it uh, in the middle of the, like early on after one or two Super Bowls, he moves to another team and then say, and they bring some ace in, some brand new, uh, what's the kid's name from, uh, uh, God, what's the kid's name who went to the, to the Bengals? This year. Joe Burrow. Burrow. They bring a Burrow in who has a beginning of his season a whole lot like Andy Dalton where they took went to the playoffs like five straight years, his first five years in, in Cincinnati, uh, and then say that they don't end up having a, a three, four, five-year dynasty with those two guys. Like you don't, you can't have one without the other because you had them both. It's just, it's completely hypothetical, and you can assume all you want, but what happened was... They brought in a seasoned quarterback who was who's on the decline, who is a let's face it, he is a glorified running back with an arm. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but who'd they add around him? Right. The same people that they gave Brady. Exactly. Well, well okay, so <laughs> there's that. That's the, but right? listen, no, but oh, not the same. Just <laughs> Brown. Hey. Antonio Brown was was he he played for both teams. No, but Antonio Brown only played for the Patriots one a season. Game? Yeah, a game or two. Made it a, yeah, it, two it was it might if even that. Yeah. So but that's my point. So the only But okay, it, but my point is is that no no no. My point is is that Brady did not have all those pieces in place at the beginning of the season. And I'm saying this from he'd had Gronk from the beginning of the season, but how long did it take Gronk to really become effective? He had a subpar. No, no, no. Regular no. You season. were talking about Cam going to the Patriots. Yeah. What and you I'm, said. Who, no, no, no. What who, I'm saying. Who did he play with the same people Brady did? No, no, no. That's not true. It was a. It was a different cast. Okay. I don't think so. Not much. I'm fairly certain that Other the, the Gronk, main players was a different Gronk didn't cast play last year. And Gronk didn't even play because he retired. No, he was in the right? booth. Yeah. So I mean, I'll have to go back and look because I didn't look. I didn't compare I rosters. Well, let me players. let me ask you this, and this is why I don't give Brady all the credit. And I'm not. I'm just trying to foster the the conversation. I'm oh, not saying sure, that it was sure. all Brady at yeah, all because yeah, I think sure. Belichick's. But so most people think it is all. He thinks Brady's a goat. How long? How no, often? Actually, I don't. How often was it a? When Brady was going on those runs where they went in games forty-five to forty-one, in those runs and with the Patriots, they had always had good defenses, and mm-hmm. I think it is a game. True. Belichick is a defensive guru. I mean, he is a mastermind. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think they got a little cheap on the salary cap, and yeah. I think it showed with the talent yep. on both sides of the ball. Yep. And I think that's one reason Brady said, I got to get out of here. They're not spending yeah. any money. Well, and we you look successful. You look at uh, Cam was Cam had the opportunity to be in some games because they still had some uh, some pretty decent defense. So, I listen, I, I understand you don't you don't have one without the other, but listen, I think the major difference was what you said. The uh, Patriots got cheap in the salary cap this year. The Bucks didn't. The Bucks have had two years with Brady. They put all their chips in this year's basket, and hopefully, they like they're going to hope to keep as many as they can for next year. Because listen, if Brady plays beyond forty-five years old, he's 
either a moron or Superman. I mean, <laughs> it's one or the I'm, other. I'm going to be that guy. Was his arm velocity more uh, noticeable this year as opposed to last year? And how do you, if you think so, how do you account for that? His, all the dietary. His velocity? Super, yeah. I, I did, I that thing was coming attention. out like a frozen rope. Last year it was coming out maybe. And maybe it was an environment where he felt, hey, I'm just trying to get through the season. Yeah. And maybe he knew this year, hey, we got a chance to win this thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that velocity looks day and night. Because well, I thought he was going to Peyton Manning path. You know, Peyton Manning had it. All of a sudden, like week nine, it just went off the cliff. Yeah. And last year his arm was kind of weak. But this year, wow. Yeah. He must be eating nothing but like. The soy burgers and well, stuff like that. And have, you seen, have you seen him from when he was first in the NFL to now? Picked uh, up a pound or two? No, no chiseled. Yeah. Like, it just continuously, like, he, like he's a stone statue. Well, they just, just, they just did a just whole big article. 43 years old. They just did a whole big article on his Looks diet and his work 36. ethic and, and all that stuff. so young. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, it's like no dairy, no flour, no, like, I mean, it's, his diet is ridiculous. Well, I mean, Does he insane. sleep in one of those Michael Jackson chambers or the hyper, well, the hyperbolic the chambers? Hyperbaric, yeah, the hyperbaric yeah. chamber. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but whatever, they just did this whatever whole thing he's on, doing, it's ridiculous. there's a lot of people that probably need to inquire. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> or something. So it, it could probably help me out. I guess what I'm Ooh, saying is that, gear going. is that the, the Bucks just continuously added. They just continuously added pieces, and the pieces they added, they did not, they, they wanted for nothing. Yeah, right. They didn't miss on their evaluation. That's right. Which Correct. Is where a lot of the programs or franchises yeah. get so, it wrong. Well, so you I don't do want to clarify my statement. You don't statement. have AB there without Brady. For That's sure. Right. So, so I do want to clarify my statement real quick, though. I, I don't make sure y'all did hear me. Is I do not believe that Brady is the goat. Yeah. No. We I, heard I, you. Okay. I wanted to make sure I made that I, it's clear. A, it's a hard. That's so. a hard argument for you to have with anybody who who looks at stats only. Yep. Because. Hello. I mean, stats only shows you that he is the greatest stat quarterback that exists. Uh, I mean, years in the league, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl victories, MVPs in the Super Bowl. I don't know how many MVPs he has for the season, but it's a couple. Uh, I think if I think if Brady plays in the '80s or '90s, he lasts five years. One hundred percent. That's possible. It's a totally that, different. There've been game. rules made for him. It's to, a totally to different him. game. Than it, it is a totally is, different game. But you also be. you also have you can't have the conversation. Okay, scratch that. I hate using. I know what I you're hate about using to use superlatives. Weren't you about to use LeBron and Jordan? No, no. no. Well, it's this. It's a similar thing. It's very similar. LeBron. 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 This year. Oh my god. Le, LeBron in the current doesn't last. Just in the in Jordan's era. Just like you're saying, Brady doesn't last in. In uh, Bradshaw's era. I've yeah. had this conversation many times, but you're talking about two people. Both of those guys take care of their body unlike anybody else in, in their respective organizations. Right, yeah. but everybody did back in Jordans, and they were gigantic, True. and they were huge. Like They were just bodied, and it was such a more physical game. Now, they somebody steps on their foot, and they fall down, they throw their hands up, they get the foul. But LeBron looks like a defensive end still. There's no question no, about I that. Agree. There's no question about I mean, he's that. He's so great his hairline keeps coming back. But so can I like, so so can I make a comparison phenomenal. that yeah. I feel would be accurate? I, I feel would be accurate. Okay. <laughs> Based on what I've seen, and I'm not I'm not professing to be, you know, the, yeah. the perfect evaluator or anything. I feel like Troy Aikman and Tom Brady uh-huh. had very similar skill sets. Very similar I don't. I feel like they did. And, I don't because it wasn't I think necessary. That Brady would have gotten hit like Aikman did. I think they would have had, it would have been a very similar path for length Brady. of a career. Yeah. 
So, well, so you now, got, I'm not saying he wouldn't win a couple Super Bowls, but I don't think but, he lasts. But I don't here's, think he lasts the, here's years. the issue that you have: you have the crossover talent in Manning. Manning was like at the end of Aikman's era, I and mean, Brady was too for the most part. And then, you know, what five years ago was his last year, something like that. 2015 was when they won, and then he retired. Uh, so you have Brady, who Brady and Manning, who kind of bridged that gap between the or, between the Aikmans and the Mahomes, the you know the middle of the 90s to the middle of the teens or whatever. So 20 years, and you have those two guys. You have uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is not that entire time, but I'd say probably most of it. Breeze, who was that entire time, but wasn't Breeze until he got out of San Diego. Agreed? Like That's he fair. He wasn't anything until he got to the Saints. I mean, he wasn't good. He was, Sean Payton. He was something. Right. I mean, you put a good coach behind somebody, right. they, they're going to step up. Uh, but you have how many of those guys? Uh, Favre eclipsed a little bit of that, right? So he went from the end of Aikman, a little bit before, but the end of Aikman into the middle of, uh, what's this called? What Manning and Brady's time, and then he retired. But he almost did what Manning and, and Brady did when he almost took uh, Minnesota to the to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They went to the championship game, I think, that yeah, one of those two years NFC that he was there. championship, I believe. I mean, he got extremely close, and he's an interception machine. You know, he had he's like the most interceptions of any quarterback that's listed on the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But he just he was just a he just didn't quit, which is why he's so good or why he was acclaimed to be so good. Uh far far the last second of every game if they were down, he was balls to the wall. He was going nuts as at least as best he could. Um I think Favre's in the discussion of one of the best quarterbacks of all time just because of how long he was in the league, what he did. Uh, he didn't have awesome talent. He had good, and it was consistent. But, I mean, he took uh, – what's his name? What was his coach? Won a Super Bowl with McCarthy. for him? No, not no, McCarthy. It was the one before. Him. Richard Sherman. Was it Sherman? Richard Sherman's the safety. Oh, wait, McCarthy was with No, Mike Sherman. Mike Sherman. Maybe Mike Sherman was for McCartney. He was the coach A and M for a little while. Okay, there was there's one more. It's it's not it's it's like he's he looks like Andy Reid's twin. I forget who it was. Anyways, uh yeah, look it up. Google. I'm gonna look it up. It's time for Google today. But anyways, but I think I think Favre's in the discussion of of one of the best quarterbacks that has played the position, especially because of his longevity and everything that he did. Uh, and then you but you have Steve Young, you have uh, Troy Aikman, you have. All the guys before them, right? You have Joe Montana. You have all these guys that he only era, won one Super Bowl. So I know he only won one. So which one are you looking for? Which coach? The one he coached that year. The year that he won. Yeah. All right. It but was. he would. He was. A, he was been coaching them for for a minute. Mike Sherman. I don't think it is, but I, I can remember. It's been so long. I don't. Sherman McCartney Lafleur, I believe. Is that what it was? I believe so. Uh, <laughs> uh, why? It tell it want it tells me literally everything. But the coach's name. But the co- it's talking about all the players. It's we'll find about, it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. So, but anyways, uh, but that coach had been there for a minute. He got him the Super Bowl. Then he goes to another team in the same division, which I thought was kind of crazy, and then takes them to the NFC Championship and loses. But it's clear that Favre was a leader. If Favre was a good 
person to have at quarterback. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done it. Then he went to the Jets. That was the dumbest decision in the history. It's like going to the Raiders back in the Mike Holmgren. Late Mike Holmgren. Holmgren. That was oh, the with the walrus mustache yes. you're talking about. Holmgren. Yes, yes. That was before he went to Seattle. Uh, so, but anyways, you have Favre in the conversation. You have Aikman. You have Steve Young. You have Joe Montana. You have Manning, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers. You have all these guys in these conversations. Don't forget Dan Marino. Uh Bledsoe had a, a stint where he was really good, and then he just kind of tanked. Um, but you just have you have a lot of quarterbacks, and the era is you cannot have that hypothetical discussion about era because the eras are different. It's like baseball. It's like basketball. Uh, Bill Russell, it's he's one of the isn't he the most decorated basketball player uh, in terms of championships? I think he is. Is he? So, no. um, I think he is. But here's the problem. But, if you can't compare cross-area, you can't have a greatest of all time. That's true. Because that's, that's the I whole agree point. With, I agree with of that. Of all time. But is Bill Russell's era was, was, in my opinion, so much less physical than Jordan's era. And it was right before it. And so you start getting these seven-footers who can, hey, just throw me the ball up here and I'm going to score 100 points. Or what? I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was that? You know, literally a hundred points. Literally, he scored a hundred points because nobody could stop him from getting the ball and just, just, yeah, he was dunking it, but he was just putting his hand through the net. I mean, it's ridiculous. So you can't, you can't have the discussion of who would beat whom. I think that's the discussion you can't have. Now you can have the discussion if you saw somebody play in multiple eras, then you can have what your perception of them is and who was better in your opinion, right? Um, I think Brady's better than Manning. I, and I think there's there's a, a significant amount of people that are on the opposite side of that. But you look at you look at uh, you look at Manning going to the going to the Broncos. It took him four years to get a championship with the Broncos as a second team. Now he got it, and he was the first to do it. But then Brady goes, and it's only one year. Now the weapons are what they are. Right. But so let's just say the Broncos didn't have what. Let, let's the say Bucks the weapons had. came year two, which I would imagine they started to. They started coming year two, and it still took him another two years or three years, if you count that second year, to get that championship. Uh, and then how many times did Brady beat Manning, or how many times did Manning not get there to play Brady? And I mean, it's several years, several opportunities. Yeah, so. but see, then you uh, listen. Uh, listen, then you football, have the argument. Yeah, but, that no, the problem is football is the ultimate team sport. Do what? The Colts were pretty loaded back then, so they should have had more. chances. not, not were, on. They weren't. Their defense was never really good. I mean, they had Dwight Freeney. I don't think he uh, much more than that. They, their entire give me defense. Dwight. Give me four Dwight Freenies. I'm yeah. gonna give you a chance. Well, he didn't that's have four. Every he year. had one every single year. <laughs> no, but that's my. But, but that's kind of my point, though, is that the Colts and the. Patriots were built so similarly. Yeah, that, those are always good games. Well, but you know they were always opposite sides of the bracket, and if the Colts didn't advance, then they never met in the championship. How many times did they meet in the championship? It was like only two or something. It wasn't that many because the Colts would lose in the uh, mm. in the division round. And so, uh, anyways, you just don't. But Manning was by far a better game manager, in my opinion, than Brady ever was. Brady is is more of a Brady's more of a what what you said about the difference between Mahomes' composure on the sideline and Brady's. Brady was just hey, 
Let's go. Hey, we're going to go. We're going to go get it. Don't worry about it. You know, we're going to get out there. But with this resume, some of that is self-fulfilling prophecy. I think you have a certain kind of, you know, so much in sports is about your approach and your mental approach. Mm-hmm. And you have a guy like that. Like, I mean, you're going to get that extra, that extra confidence, extra shot of uh, adrenaline. Well, you th- yeah, you talk about, no question. Yeah, you talk about that. So uh, did you hear about what they said Brady did all week this week? So they said all week for the last week, what he, uh, he text all of his teammates every day, yeah. three words, we will win. Yeah. Every day, all his teammates for a week. I mean, that's see, that's off the field management. Right. That's a captain. Uh, I saw a video where he said the single greatest thing that ever happened to him in sports was being named the captain of his team. Uh, I think that happened whenever he was named the captain, like third or fourth year uh, with the Patriots. He said that's the single greatest thing that ever happened to him in sports because that meant everybody on the team put trust in him, knew that he was capable of leading them and being the guy that they could look up to, defend, protect, back up, be there for, whatever it was. I, I only saw, you know, 15 or 20 seconds of the speech, but that's how it was, you know, that's how the speech began. And so, I mean, there's you cannot put value on somebody that's going to play for the guy next to you because they truly because they truly love him, because they truly want to play for him, because they want to break their own back to help him, so, which is something that Coach Stevens pushes like on a daily sure. basis. No man stands alone. That's right. So let me, let me ask you this with the new news we got. So a lot of the same qualities, leadership, getting guys to follow you. Now you heard Dak followed the Washington football team's Instagram. Right? So there's kind of like, is he going to or not? Uh-huh. But what do you, where do you see him in that, uh, I guess, in that ranking as far as getting people to follow him? Because as a rookie, he came in off the bench. Uh-huh. He won that locker room from Tony Romo, yeah. which I think may be one of the most overrated players in the history of any. Oh, I don't. boy, here we so go. So he's a Tony Romo guy. No. I, I like what Tony uh, Romo no. did in the regular season for him, but he couldn't do anything postseason. And if you can't no. – When he got there, on a couple times, a handful of times. He right, but if you can't carry whatever you're doing into – postseason success then is what you did in the regular season is it worth anything oh no right that's my point this is a whole other podcast i can't i can't do it right now this might be number two on monday yeah i can't can't do it right now for for our stats go because far stats go the stats are what they are you can't dispute that right but But if you're going stats only from a locker room standpoint and intangibles Uh if he was so great all around how was it so easy for Dak to come in and have the whole team rally around him as a fourth round pick as a quarterback in one year. Because so, he was their only hope. Once Romo – look, you look at all the years, anytime Romo got hurt, what happened? The team was awful. So Dak, Dak was their only hope. He comes in and he does well, and they're like, okay, hey, maybe we don't have to throw away the season just because Romo got hurt. And so then, yeah, when you get to the end of the season, if you can have a record that's the equivalent uh, of what you think you could do with Romo – uh, and and he's young, he's healthy, he's not hurt, he's cheap. Uh, I mean, he's on a fourth round kind of. I'm telling you, that's what they saw. Look, but you're talking, you're talking from a GM standpoint. I'm talking yeah. from a right guard center. Well, it's because he gave him back. a chance to win. He's like, oh my god, we actually have a chance to win with Romo being hurt. I don't think the players were necessarily on board. I don't think the majority of the players were necessarily on board with the team going over to Dak over Romo. I don't necessarily think that was the case. I don't know. I don't have anybody on the inside that says, hey, this is how they feel. I do. But I don't think that was the case. I think it was because Romo was on his way out. 
Romo mm. was tailing That's off fair. badly. You say Romo's on his way out. They literally drafted Zeke that year for Romo. They built the team. I know they did for Romo. He wasn't on his way out. He was but in like terms said, of production. And you're talking about how many times he's he been was, hurt, and they lost the season. Like no, that was I, no, I agree. Seasons. No, no, and that's why I said, you know, from a GM standpoint, right? You've got Dak on a fourth fourth round draft pick contract, and you've got a, a 14 and two record. And I think it was 14 and two, it. right? They squandered. Or was that it 12 one. and four? 13 and three was their 13 first and three. Year. Whatever it was 13 and three record, yeah. and it's like, okay, if I can get that, and he's young, he's Healthy, making a million and he's dollars cheap. a year. Yeah, uh, that's all that. Okay, so Jerry's from a, worried about. See, so here, from a GM's perspective, if I can get that, they got it once. They got it once, and listen, but that was the problem was they had to make that decision. So yeah. in other words, they made that decision sure, then, absolutely, and that was it. And right. Romo's, which gone. is my problem with Dak and his leadership or whatever. Uh, it was just given to him. They're eight and eight. They're an eight and eight team with Dak Prescott. And we got eight and eight with a carousel of quarterbacks this year. To me, to me, it doesn't matter who you are at quarterback. It doesn't matter if you're putting gigantic stats on the line. If you cannot get them to win that two point game against the uh, against the Rams, if you can't get them to beat the Steelers, who who weren't great but were somehow finding lightning in a bottle for eleven weeks, uh, they barely beat what's his name. Uh, Garrett Gilbert or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's eating Gilbert grape, right? Uh, that guy's pretty good, by the way. Uh, he's, he's not bad, underrated. but he's not bad. But day one or you know game number one, he didn't play very good, and so they bear, they almost beat the Steelers, who went eleven and zero. And you call it how you want to call it, right? The Steelers wet the bed at the end of the season, but at the beginning, I mean, they just weren't losing for for whatever it was. They almost beat them without Dak. There was just – man, there's just so many little things that I'm sitting back thinking, okay, yeah, we almost won here. We did win here. We didn't have 500 throwing yards. Uh, I, I got, I was throwing a stat one time or came across Instagram. Dak was the first player in history to throw for 500 yards and run for three touchdowns or something. First quarterback ever to do that. And I'm just sitting back arbitrary, like, arbitrary, cares? arbitrary. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, okay, somebody did I, I that. I bet you did can something find somebody like was the first time to do something in almost every game. Exactly. Okay, so let me, let me run this by you then. I'm okay. going to be the advocate here. Absolutely. He came in the league in 2016. Okay, yeah. He hardly played this year. How many fourth quarter drives or game-winning drives do you think he had? Not as many as Romo. How many? I guarantee, I bet you he's more. Uh, uh, guess. That's what Romo was known for. You already looked at Guess. No, No, I know what Dax is. I bet. No, here's here's what's great about that. Four-year sample. Romo, everybody always talks about how Romo chose. But Romo led the league in fourth-quarter comebacks. No, in four-year sample, far he's been a starting quarterback for the Cowboys. So his first four years, sixteen through twenty. Now we counting this year, sixteen through twenty. So are you talking Romo's first four years as well, or just any? No, no, no. But you're comparing Romo and Dak. First, we'll go first four. Okay, may not be. I don't know. Is it over under ten in four years? Fourth quarter comebacks? Yeah. Game no, excuse me, game winning drives. Game, game winning, winning drives. drives. Well, that'd be a fourth quarter comeback. Uh that's fair. No, I think it only starts if you were down at the beginning of oh, the yeah, fourth if, quarter. Oh yeah, it could be tied. Entering the fourth quarter. You could be tied in the fourth right. quarter and have a last drive that won the game. Well, Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh does this include overtime? It didn't say. Okay. <laughs> over under time. Probably over. Okay. Are we looking this up? Are we are we gonna have this? I got uh, you. Fifteen. Fifteen game winning drives. Fifteen. Oh, I thought you said it was ten. You're just no, it's you're over just, ten. You're just throwing out a number. Right, right. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. okay. 
It's not nothing. Well, that's true, but still, eight and eight. You still got to play defense. That's true. That's true. But 15 games out of four line. years. So how many games in four years? 16 times four, 64 games. Okay. So a little less than a quarter of the games. Almost 20% of the games were last minute or game-winning drives. Okay. But then how many games uh, were there the opportunity to have game-winning drive uh, or a fourth-quarter comeback, and he didn't? I bet you he's, I bet you he's over 500. If they are, then that told you the state of the team. If you had 30 games, they were down to the last drive. Uh-huh. If you did 500. If half of the games were down to the last 500, drive. I'll, I'll go Okay, okay. So if half of the games were down to the last drive, what are the other half of those games? Are they blowouts? Are they blowouts on either side of the ball? Does it matter? I mean, so. That's a good point, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it, it is what it is. It's 50-50. And if, if he was such a good quarterback, in my opinion, he would be controlling the game such that he's not allowing that defense to come on the field as much as he did. Two words. Jason Garrett. Okay, Jason Garrett is a garbage think, head coach. Think, <laughs> He's a garbage head coach. But think about those times, and there's something to it. And you think you have to evaluate. When Dak is at his best in two-minute drill, and it's no hurry where he can communicate it and he can call it. Uh-huh. When you're letting Jason Garrett in there with the three yards in a cloud of dust. Not knowing how to control down, the clock. It's going to happen. Yeah. But think about those scenarios, and also think about when's the last time. But that's time. what happened his rookie year. His rookie year, he didn't come in changing things. He did exactly what Garrett told him to do, and they went 13-3. and three. For sure. So, I mean. But you always got to play the catch-up game. Defense is always going to be a step behind the offenses, right? Look at Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't disagree. Lamar Jackson yeah. came in there, tore it up. Once they learn how to defend it, they're going to slow it down. Yep. Now, that one near is dynamic, so it doesn't take as long to figure him out. Right. But you're always going to have that catch-up. That's why you're going to have So, you here's my deal. Good. So, by the way, my deal with his wins. For Romo. His, I know I want to point his, this out. No, hold on. His wins went 13-10-8. Like, he continuously – Coward to the defense. Not so much cow. Okay, so if you have a rookie quarterback, fourth round draft pick, uh-huh. why are you squandering that window? Why have you not put great pieces around him on both sides of the ball? What? Invest well, in the like are you talking about? I feel about? like they invest did. in a second. What did they invest in on defense besides Demarcus well, Lawrence? Is on worth offense something? mainly, but yeah, yeah, they've invested in the offense. I mean, and he's and he capitalized. When is when, when does Dak been there? Like, oh, they can't score anything. Once you got Linehan out of the way. Lenahan's another garbage. Garbage. Lenahan's the was it? Lenahan's the defensive coordinator. No, he was that, offensive coordinator for Garrett. Oh, that's right. Who was the defensive guy that was like um, eighty nine years old or whatever? Uh, Not good. He wasn't very good. Kiffin, something. like Monty that. Kiffin. Yeah. When did, was it Kiffin? No, 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 no. It wasn't Monty. He was the Tennessee Volunteers coach or something, wasn't he? No, that's that's Lane Kiffin. Oh, that's right. That's his dad. One of the Kiffins. the vendor of the Tampa two defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And listen, it doesn't matter. They didn't have very good one or the other. Uh, sometimes both, but. Listen. That's one thing we compare in franchises and franchises. We have to deal with the ultimate speed bump, Jerry Jones. No one has to deal with that kind of nonsense. No question. That we have to deal with. No so question. that's gonna that's gonna and the front office and the way they handle things, right? When Gary was a coach, you if you don't like what the coach told you, you can go to Papa Jerry, Papa Jerry's gonna make it all right. You cannot be successful. You can't do those type of things and expect to be, you know, well, a fresh line in the NFL. And what'd you say about Arians? Oh yeah, he has the respect of For sure. probably everybody in the organization. Correct. And so, uh, if your coach doesn't have that respect, or if you have to bypass him to go to the owner slash GM, you go thirteen uh, and three, ten and six, eight and eight. Well, okay, okay, <laughs> no, but yeah, yes, but no, but a lot of that rests on the person in control of the offense. If they're if he's having terrible offensive games, here's my deal this year with. The offensive weapons that he had, yes, he came back and beat the what's it called? 
The Falcons. The Falcons in a 40-39 to 39 game or whatever where the Falcons apparently decided to go into the locker room for the last Like they did the in the game. Super Bowl when they were up 28-3. to three. Right. Uh, and now that guy's our new defensive coordinator in <laughs> Dallas. Right. So, so – I know. I heard about that. Terrifying. So, but, so, okay, so he capitalized there, and the defense did well to stop whatever it is they were trying to do. And then – why did they even have to score 40 points? Well, it's because Dak gave up like four possessions at the beginning of that game. I think, uh, well, no, three. I think Zeke gave up one. I think he fumbled once. But then there was a Dak fumble or two or an interception or two at the beginning of that game. And they gave them basically 14 or 21 points. They spotted them, 14, 20. And now he's having to heave the ball 100 yards or every time he throws the ball or whatever. And – Okay, he overcame his mistake once this year, and every I looked at I looked at every game that he played, and at the beginning of the game, he gave an interception, a pick six, or an extra possession or two to the other team, and forced the defense to play more downs than they should have had he been a had he made good decisions, had he played a good offensive drive. Well, why not just run the ball? Well. Because you can't, because you had no offensive line, they were decimated. Okay, but but why 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 throw the forced passes that cause the interceptions? Because he's the only making plays. What does Zeke do this year? We're paying this guy seventeen million. Listen, I'm not. Work. I don't disagree with. I'm not going to argue me, against the Zeke thing. Let, I don't. I don't. Let me disagree run this by you though. Hey, we're talking about the teams he played. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and get some of that money back. So the teams we played, right? The first five games for uh-huh. that, we played the Chargers or I mean the uh, Rams, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh huh. Lost uh, seventeen to nineteen or something like that. Seventeen to twenty. Okay. Yeah. You beat this you beat the Falcons, which you had no business doing. Right. The Seahawks, you lost by seven points, thirty-eight, thirty-one. Okay. Another thirty game. Cleveland, which was a misnomer, forty-nine points on they gave up forty nine points. He scored thirty eight Cleveland game. Yeah. Which I think Zeke fumbled twice within the fifteen yard line right there. Okay, so uh it's really easy to stack up points when you're playing from behind. Or stack up stats when you're playing from behind. Right, but how far from behind if it's twenty to seventeen? Like he was, they were had a chance to win every game, but yeah, he had no help. But that's but the Ram game was not a stat game. It was not like a big stat game for him. I want wins. I do that's too. Like you go to the Tony Romo argument. No, 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 no. You could throw for five hundred yards, but if you're going seven and nine, who cares? I want I want wins too. But Dax Dax <laughs> argument is stats. The argument that most people give is stats. I, I look at the intangibles. I look how he interacts and how guys respond to him. And there's something to that. I, Those I guys know a fraud when they see one. I haven't seen the intangibles with Dak. I so, saw the team outreach whenever he broke his ankle. Uh, number one, that's a potentially career-ending type of injury. I mean, it's it was so severe that uh, – a lot of people, even really good athletes, don't come back from that because they don't. They can't have. They don't have the same lateral movement, or they don't have the same twitch that they used to have. Uh, now, it, it, could he be an, an extremely elite athlete and come back from? Absolutely. I don't think Dak is not a good athlete. I just think that he's not a good quarterback or the quarterback of the future for the Cowboys. So, do we want to go back to the Quincy Carter days then? Go back to quarterback purgatory. Well, nobody. Purgatory. No, wait, hold on. Just because. Well, isn't just because it, isn't we don't, a roll of the dice. Just because somebody doesn't think Dak is the guy, doesn't mean that we want to go back to Ryan Leaf. You well, know, I mean, like that's choices? not that's not the. What are your choices? You try to find the next guy. Everybody tries to find one, but they're not out there. 
There's not franchise quarterbacks. That's true. There's there's one coming out of every draft, maybe. I don't know. I mean, since so you he tell just me right picked now, up. What we had last year, you had Burrow, yeah. and then you've got uh, – There ain't that many coming out from last year. Burrow was the only one that I could recall. No, there's there's another else. one or two that were – oh, Tua? Wasn't Tua? Tua. He, yeah. they're, they're trying to replace him right now. Are they? Like. They don't, yeah. That's that's cool. Miami's a dumpster fire. They're like Detroit. Yeah, it's yeah. not any better that's, over there. That's fair. No, they're on the way up. They made a couple runs this year. Detroit is just a whole other level. They're like Detroit, old, old Cleveland. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit is the new Cleveland. Yeah, but for sure. forever they've been that way since the late eighties. And then you got Mahomes. He's only been in a few years. Like I mean, they're young guys. There are guys. They are finding guys. I think what he's I mean, saying you know? is that, that there are young guys in the league, but the, who's available and who's better? Well, well no, we're we're probably gonna, gonna have to we're probably gonna have to draft somebody. And well, find we're them. gonna have to wait five to ten years Correct. to see who the great players. are. Are gonna be right, right? We can already tell Mahomes is it's going to be in the conversation. Generational. I mean, you looking at you're looking at the plays he made on his own. It was 100 percent on his own, and he was hurt. Right. Well, and he had. Well, and they had the the COVID scare at the beginning of the week or whatever. You hear, you heard about that? Uh-uh, I didn't hear about. That. There oh, was yeah, a, they brought in the barber. Yeah, and the barber tested positive for COVID. Yeah, and so they had to quarantine all the the players that had their haircut. Right, so they didn't test them beforehand. No, 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 that was. Well, he did. Was, they, so here's what's weird. Apparently, they tested a, him beforehand, right. but they didn't wait for the results. And they got the results came while he was literally in the middle of cutting a guy's hair. Yeah, and they pulled him out. That's like the but guy in the World Series game. You can but take him all the, the, the game, people like, that had been there, they they had to quarantine and yeah. test every day and yeah. test negative. To be able to play, and there was a oh, big wow. thought like, what if Mahomes has to be yeah. quarantined or, or can't go to the game? Do they postpone the game so he can play and have a game and actually have, or are are they sitting him, continuing to play the game, and then Brady like is like guaranteed another Super Bowl? Mm. Which I don't think there was anything about this game that guaranteed Brady a Super Bowl, other than the defense shutting down Kansas City. If if the defense in any way allowed Mahomes to do what Mahomes does, allowed Tyreek Hill to be successful, uh, allowed uh, Kelsey to have more – Kelsey was the most successful receiver on that team. I mean, he was catching 10-yard, 15-yard passes across the middle because they were, they were playing like they were four playing deep Because they were playing two deep safety, right. yeah. Right. Hill. yeah. Yeah, they were playing prevent like uh, for Anybody but Hill. the entire game. Between, yeah. uh, between the 20s. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll give you 10, 15 yards, but when you get down in the red zone, we're going to stop you. Well, which is why the run game was working, right? So everybody talks about how, oh, well, why didn't they run it more? Because Well, the reason the run game was working because the safeties were 40 yards off the line of scrimmage. That's so, why it was working. Too high okay. run the ball. So, so here's, you don't have enough hat fitters. So here's my thing with, uh, here's my thing with Mahomes. Uh, there are so many people that got, on, uh, that got on Twitter or Facebook or whatever and said, uh, and you were one of them, Joey was another, that said, uh, you know, but that Mahomes, you know, he crazy plays, crazy athletic, whatever. He's, well, I just he's said Mahomes. I said Mahomes did the best that he could do. Right. His I receivers agree, were awful. Awful. And but, offensive line wasn't but, there. But the, okay, but the and receivers the line was awful, aren't that's what I awful. They just didn't have a great game. I'd no, they awful. played awful. They dropped I'd touchdown passes. No, 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 no. They yes. hit them in the hand. No, no. separation. That's Tyree awful by definition. Right. Okay, but – oh, crucial moments. Uh, Dallas Cowboys have a chance to bring Tyreek Hill into the team. Are we doing it? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we wait, have a – ch- no, stop. I did we not have a say chance they were awful players f- – 
Period. Oh. I said they play. They were awful oh, in that oh, game. Oh, okay, because it's, it's, sure. qu- it's weird on. when you say are they you, are awful. I said they were said awful were. in that game yeah. is what I'm talking oh, oh, about. Oh, okay, okay. That's my bad. I must have missed Oh, come on. I must have missed Okay, yeah. I said anyway, Travis Kelsey's Tyree, awful. Tyree I said Tyreek Hill's Tyree. awful. They're garbage. You know what? They, <laughs> I don't know why they're in the league. Worst tight end in the history of Mahomes go retired. Get Nobody out of here. here. Nobody. You're Jesus. terrible. Anyways, I, listen, I felt like it was a huge victim, kind of a victim mentality with, uh, <laughs> with how great Mahomes played. Mahomes didn't play that great. Yes, he did. I thought he did. I didn't think he played that great. He was running for his life the whole time. I think, yes. I think he, he did the best he could he in the circumstances. I think Injured. he evaded great. Over he and was over a great again. evader. He ran stuff. for like 400 yards, don't fork through the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it was literally for his life. Okay. Okay, so anyways, the fact is, as good as Mahomes may be, he was not ready for that game, and here's why I say that. He wasn't. Second and six. Inside of the 10-yard line, he throws an interception to end the game. Second and six, he throws an interception. He, he tries to force that throw. Uh, the other interception that happened with like 15, uh, 10, 15 minutes left to go in the game or whatever, that, whenever that was, he tried to force that on a third and 14. He tried to get like 40 yards. or I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he tried to get like 30 yards on a 14-yard down. I mean, he tried to force so much when he didn't have to. Why not get, yes, their they're back's against the wall. They got to score. They got to press a little bit. Uh, why not get eight yards and now have a fourth and six and then get another eight, nine yards and get a first down? Why not? Well, on, that's always okay, the question. Let me ask you this. Why not on but, second but if you're and playing, six? But if you're playing the ball. Hold on. Why I'm not? Answer, on, I got to answer your question. I know, but okay. But I'm, 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 asking, <laughs> I'm asking rhetorical okay. questions here. Oh, okay. Why okay. not on second and six? Are you not running out of bounds, stopping the clock? And having two more downs to potentially have a receiver that does get open or a lane that somebody can run through whenever he's running, maybe downhill this time instead of laterally, right? He made some extremely rookie mistakes in that game, and he is a seasoned pro. He, well, he has a championship so under his belt. So did he make more mistakes or did he make more great plays that were not completed by the person he was throwing the ball to? What you think weighs heavier? I think he probably made more plays in favor of him being a, a better player than a bad mis- more mistakes. And that forty-yard play you're talking about, what was the route? Was it a fly route? I didn't see the I didn't see, see the route. I bet but it there was, was just one of those dudes you get but rid there of was because four, he didn't have no time. Well, but there was four people in coverage right there. It looked like I mean, it bounced off one of them and it came to the guy that was. It was a very very tight window, and uh, but how many people were were in? routes at that so time what, but how many times this season do they take that same do they make take that same risk and complete it in other words you've got a, it's a high-flying high-powered high-scoring offense that's used to those kind of plays and so you you want to take that fair. one play that's and go fair. well he threw it you know 30 yards on a 14 yard that's what they do all season and they get touchdowns <laughs> and they win games and right. so you okay know, it, it, but, but it hadn't worked all game and they're still going to continue to do well it. because what do you do Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Outcoached. The offensive That's line. That's part coaching. The offi- but also the, the quarterback line. has how many reads Listen, that he's making. Before he didn't get through those reads. No, 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 no. He didn't have two. I'm not saying, one and a half. The offensive line He had two at was least overmatched. two reads. At most. He had at least oh, at most two funny. reads. Look. And if he, he was felt like it looked like he was going to number one every single time instead of checking the, down to number the, two. The offensive line was outmatched and overplayed. No over question about that. I'm not questioning period. that at all. Okay, no, no, hold on. That. And the receivers, uh-huh. including Kelsey as the tight end, who are great players. Uh-huh. I'll make this clear. There we go. They're very great players. There it is. 
did not play anywhere remotely you. close to their you. potential. They I'm dropped touchdowns. Okay, now listen. I'm and gonna first downs. I'm and first downs. I'm gonna agree that the offensive line was overmatched, even though it was a mismatch in numbers in favor of the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which means there were six people in coverage. Yes. For four people. Right. But those two on the edges now. And yet Mahomes still found them. Like. They just couldn't catch the ball. Josh, you remember Frisco Memorial? Uh, yes. Do you remember the time we were having getting that ball off, off of one person not being in their game in the offensive line where some guy got about got about four or five sacks? That yes. one guy makes a difference. So imagine having both of your guys on the edges uh-huh. against great pass rusher. You can't yeah. take either way from Tampa. That's yeah. a good defense. Well, yeah, uh, Pierre Paul, great pass rusher. Opposite side of him. It was opposite side of him. I don't remember, but it was there a lot. Uh, the whole – if it wasn't him, it was the other guy. I mean – Or both. Or right up the middle. I mean – Like they – because they had to – they had to stretch to get those guys and then up the middle. So you, came t- you put yep. all that, you put you put that pressure, you put about, you know, the guys not coming through making plays for them. You put the fact that your defense cannot stop a nosebleed with uh, two rolls of paper towels. <laughs> That's, That's true. That's going to add up. That's yeah. going to add oh, up. There's and no you're question take about chances that. you probably shouldn't have. Yeah. I think I'd still give him benefit of the doubt because I think he's still, all those being made, he was dropping some absolute dimes and crazy arm angles. He and they was. weren't catching. Like to your credit, like you were, they're usually going to catch those. For whatever reason, they were not locked the in. The one that hit the him in the face, I mean, how do you, how do you miss that? There were two one? of those. So okay, so let's say where was the when was the one other was one? Kelsey Ugh. and one was Tyree Kill. Okay, so so let's say let's say hold on, just I'm gonna use those two plays. Okay, just those two plays. Uh-huh. Kelsey catches the ball. Yeah, Tyree catches the ball. Okay, now it's a one possession game. Was it was that Hill that hit him in the face? Yes, I can tell you. I don't think it was Hill. Exactly what it was. I know the Kelsey it was. On was. The, it was on the left hand side. Yeah, it was when he was falling down and he looked like the. The sidearm pitcher. No, no, no. In not that one. No, oh. no. This that's was, the one that hit the dude yeah. in the face mask when yeah. he was falling no, that, down. That, that was, was that, that was Kelsey. Kelsey. That so, that so was Kelsey. now this this one is Tyreek okay. Hill. If you're looking at the end zone from the field, he's on the left hand side. He's running up. He's got two guys on him. Uh-huh. He turns around and he jumps like this backwards. Uh-huh. And a ball goes oh, right through yeah. his hands. Oh yeah, I know okay. what we're talking about. Okay. Yes. Right through yes. his hands. Hit yes. him in the face mask. Directly okay. through. So so let's say they both of those are caught. Yeah. It's a it's a one possession game. Yeah. They still lose. Right? Yeah. Okay, now all things being okay, equal. Th- so they still lose. Do you say that at this point, with Mahomes playing without his tackles, running around like crazy for his life, making crazy throws, and they lose by one touchdown, do you still say that Mahomes had a subpar game? <sighs> uh be honest now, because you can't, I say you can't that hold it, that against him. I, well, I know, and it's it's extremely hypothetical, and there's no real way to answer this question. Well, it is if they able, caught the ball and they only if lost they by one touchdown, the ball and only lost by one touchdown, but they lose by a second and six interception in the in the red zone. Uh, I would say that yeah, he had a subpar performance when it mattered. But then the argument would be he wouldn't That's be fair. taking those same risks if it was a one touchdown game and not a twenty two point game. But so wouldn't the, he? The, no. no. One minute and 40 seconds left in the game. No. One no, because you're not trying second to score down. three touchdowns. It's second down. You got plenty of time. I don't care who you are. Even at a minute 40, he's Probably thinking, run the ball there. I'm going to try to score, and then but we're going to do – the clock. No, I'm going to try to score, and then no. we're going to do an onside kick, and we're going to try a Hail Mary, and we're going to try – You got to score three touchdowns? He, he's still trying to score I three touchdowns. I thought we were talking about if he had one – if he only had to get one well, touchdown. Right, but he well, right, mean, so he wouldn't do – We're all talking about situational he, But I'm saying he wouldn't do what he did. It wouldn't be the same mindset, same play call, same. I know, but in this, that. in this, in all this entire conversation, you said they still lose, which meant all things remain equal. Well, 
Not necessarily. If, they, if those I'm two just, guys touch, catch the pass, it's two touchdowns. They lose by one score, one touchdown, or whatever. All things remain equal because they still lose. You're still saying that all things remain equal. So it's impossible to have right. this conversation. I, so I can't. I can't. I can't extrapolate. I can't remove one without removing the other. One without the other. Right. So that's. I fair. will say this: so. If Tom Brady had both tackles out and he had a foot injury, they lose by fifty. <laughs> What, what, Maybe fifty-two. The Bucks lose by fifty. <laughs> yeah, forty. Okay. <laughs> if Tom Brady had oh, both, both tackles out and a foot injury, and he, right, hey, he loses, so I don't know what all's on your list. No, I just have a whole bunch of little stuff. Okay, well, hold on. But I didn't. I, I I meant to go back today and watch some to to carry this conversation. But yeah, you can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about commercials. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd listen. You have them, something on that? Some of the worst commercials I've ever seen in. Super Bowl yes. history. Yes, I uh, agree. I would say my my favorite commercial, and this was given like a C rating. I looked at some of the ratings. Uh, was the Shaggy Cheetos commercial with? Uh, yeah, that was so good. Good. first time that ever worked. That was hilarious. Yes, I mean the the timing of it. Right, this first time that ever worked. Uh, he's just sitting there observing, and then they play the song. Yeah. Except, what well, they changed they the changed lyrics the words, yeah. because she's in the closet eating the Cheetos. <laughs> It wasn't me, right? Yeah. Uh, so clever the way they the way they played into the that. The problem is that the millennials. They don't know that yeah. song. Well, they don't know Shaggy. Oh. They don't know the song. We're no so longer in the Yeah, yeah. yeah. The people that don't know that song were yeah. people writing this article. Yeah. Uh, I think the worst one was the Wayne's World with Cardi B. That was awful. That was absolute garbage. Now, were they, were they wearing makeup to make them look older? Or is that how they really look? I think that's how no, they really old. look now. They're wow. So they're they're pretty old. <laughs> no. Guys. So here's okay. So here's what's great. So. Oh, you think something great that come out of that commercial? No, listen to what I'm listen to what I'm about to say. Are you ready? Oh my god! Ready? Last time you're on the show, I'm I'm grading <laughs> I, I, I'm grading on a curve. Have okay. you seen any other Uber Eats commercials? No, negative. I also stop watching okay. TV. Like if I Uber, watch TV, it's a, Uber a sporting event. Eats, Amen, Uber Eats commercials are ridiculously stupid. Okay. In general, like stupid so, and funny, or okay. like stupid no, no, as no, like, like stupid goofy? as in you watch it. Okay, so one, it has this this uh, woman gymnast, uh -huh. right? So oh. she comes out and she does a couple flips, and she says, "Today I'm going to be eating this." Okay. Then this guy comes out wearing her leotard, the exact same leotard. Okay. He's some type of gymnast or whatever. He comes, does a couple flips or whatever. I'm going to eat this. Uh -huh. I didn't know. And then she yeah. goes. Is that That's my how bad the is that my is. leotard you're wearing? And he said, "Yes, it is. Do you want it back?" And she said, "You could keep it." And then Uber eats right. Like, that's a commercial. Then there's one. So with, who was that guy? Is he an actual gymnast? Or I who? think so. Is he some kind of celebrity? I, I would assume he is because everybody else in their commercials are right. Um, but oh. so who's the guy that plays uh, uh, Captain Kirk? Uh, the the famous one, uh, Leonard Nimoy. No, no, that's, Patrick. That's Patrick. Spock. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Professor X. Yeah, Professor X. Yeah, yeah Professor him. X. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. I, so anyways, I forget his... Patrick is his last name. I something Patrick, yeah. So there's one with him and the guy that plays Magneto. Okay. All he does, he walks out and he says, tonight I'm going to have such and such sandwich with, with a tomato. tomato. And then Magneto comes out, tonight I'm going to have such and such sandwich with a tomato. And then they like look at each other like they want to fight each other over it. Yeah. Uber Eats. Like okay. it's the stupidest commercial I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So when Listen, I saw I'm that gonna, one, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree so when that I it's the saw stupidest that one, because I just endured that entire explanation. Yes. So okay. when I <laughs> when I saw that one, I was like, "Hey, at least that one's semi entertaining." Oh, it wasn't. So, but no, it wasn't. It, well, compared to those, it was. No. Listen, I'm a little biased because of the because of the interview that Cardi B gave 
Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Is that what's his name? Na- no. Oh, He's the one that plays that's Doogie Howser. Oh, that's Doogie Howser. <laughs> yeah. Because of the interview that Cardi B gave Joe Biden back in their campaign trip. Like, I'm a little biased because I endure yeah, I don't like Cardi B, that as well. As I mean, she's she's not entertaining, in my opinion. Maybe she was when she was stripping. <laughs> that's about it. She'd uh, rob you blind. In well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, apparently she yeah. rolled your wallet, tape, yeah. tape that thing. That's up right. Tight. That's right. <laughs> but it was, it was just, I watched it and then she came on there and I was like, oh, like Wayne's World is dumb already, but dumb funny, you know? It got so much worse. It, it got Arthur. so much worse. I think that one got the same grade as the Shaggy Cheetos commercial. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb because yes. the Shaggy commercial was, it good. may have been, a, really it good. may have been a D, but it was close. And I'm sitting back thinking, how? How is this in any way? One was clever. One was because it had 100% Cardi B in it. because of Instagram. Because <laughs> the millennials, because it had Cardi B, right? So the millennials 100%. went for that, and right. they didn't know Shaggy, and so they they're said, trying to bridge the generations you know. <laughs> there because that's clearly different. Gen- I mean, I say the millennials. What's the Shaggy, after the millennials? Though. I'm a millennial. What's younger than According me? According to our boss, what is we're all millennials. Yeah, we are actually. Well, I whatever. Thought it ended eighty. I thought it started eighty three and up. No, no it's eighty one, and I was born in eighty two. Oh, man, so I was eighty four. Yeah, so, so we're but right in the, middle, the current right? generation well, no, right has to be somebody else. I'm not, claiming, else. I'm I'm not claiming, claiming either. I feel I'm like Generation I'm, X. Bingo. Yeah, the current generation has to be something else because we are not the same. It's, uh, like, it's, a, it's Jack Wagons. It, yeah, it's something. I, I forget what, what it's is. called. I, I looked it up one time, but I forget. Uh, the, I saw. I didn't see them all because I missed the first, uh, like, let's call it the first 10 minutes of the first yeah. quarter. But uh, the M&M's Come Together commercial, I watched it on online while I and. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's pretty funny. Funny. I'm gonna be honest with you. I missed that one. So okay. I, I mean, like I said, I did too. But I caught it when I was looking them up, and it said uh, some guy. It, it starts off some guy kicking somebody's seat on an airplane, and he spills his tea or his coffee all over him, and he gives him some M and M's, and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry for kicking your seat on purpose." <laughs> and then, uh, and then a guy gives a woman some M and M's and says, "I'm sorry for mansplaining everything." No, and, mansplaining and then mansplains. Like, this is what mansplaining is. <laughs> uh, and then it's just. And then it, there was so many little things like that where it just was. It was pretty funny. Like it was uh, kind of like a backhanded. Here you go. I'm sorry. Like backhanded. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then it ends with some guy. Who I think has been on some things lately. I just Shit's Creek on Netflix. I think that's what it is. That's the sun off of there. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, still he, haven't watched that. He's sitting with two M and M people. You know the little cartoon yeah. M and M people. And he's like, I, I'm. I promise you, I'm going to stop eating your friends. And then he's got one <laughs> locked in his car. The one's like banging on the window. Get me out of here. That's so good. I got it. Now I got to look it up and watch it. I'm going to. See, that's now my favorite commercial from the Super Bowl, and I didn't even see it. I mean, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I the Bud Light Legends commercial was uh, was ranked, I think, the highest. Really? Yeah. And I thought that was average at best. Very average. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It brought a lot of faces. Cameos back. I love you, man. The guy that sings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Whatever the Bud Light song was. Um, oh, the, the announce, and then he had the announcer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of it, he's got the mic, and he's like, you know, Bud Light or whatever it was. <laughs> and so uh, the Adam Levine sets up Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton yeah, because of the connection. Funny. Now, I th- there was another one that was a Tom Brady and Gronk bad connection. Uh, I, I think T-Mobile or whoever. It was T-Mobile. Uh, they 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 went in on quite a bit. Uh, Gronk is saying, man, you should retire and come out here to sunny Florida, put your feet in the sand, relax, chill. And it's like, uh, uh, I, uh, we'll play one together or something. He's talking about golf. And his connection is like, he 
come to Florida. I'll, I'll play with you again. We'll win another one, <laughs> whatever. And he's like, and then March 17th, uh, I'm going to come down to sunny Florida and play for the Buccaneers, and Gronk's coming with me. <laughs> and, it was, and it was, I mean, it was pretty clever the way that one happened. Um, but, man, there was some that I just was like, the Will Ferrell one, He Will Ferrell is, to me, is a good act, is a good uh, supplemental comedy actor. He is no longer the face no. in comedy, in my opinion. I think he's his best when he's feel, allowed to go off script and just. I, I feel like slow. absolutely, I feel like there was but a I think he's got to be was, supportive, but, like yeah. in old school okay. with Vince Vaughn, uh, Luke Wilson, great cast. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was not the main guy, but he had parts and True. he supplemented the, the the fraternity and he he played his part well. He overacts a lot. And that's his big issue. Uh, well, in, I, I think he was great. In, you know, he was great in Talladega Nights. He was great in Step Brothers. Wasn't he in Grandma, Grandma's was, Boy? You know. Okay. There, there, no, no, no. The meatloaf was that Mom, the meatloaf. We want it now. That was uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elf. But again, I mean, he was supportive in that in that role. He was he was co-starring in Talladega Nights. He was yeah, co-starring he was still, he was still in the main Step character. Brothers. He was still the main character. No, him and the other guy were both uh, were co-stars in both of those. His his still best think, friend. I his, still think you have more screen time. I, but well, that's probably true. But my point is, well, is nobody nobody's in the movie by the, nobody's in the movie by themselves. I know, but my point <laughs> is, is the story was centered around their relationship. Yeah, he's a good ying to somebody's yang. Like that's I he, agree. He's not a stand. He's not somebody that. Uh, that could take the show by themselves. He's not like, now, like I think now, Jim Carrey could take a show. Now by I will tell, I will tell you, he was super bad in the office. So I was really excited when they said they were bringing him in. And I was like, that's awful. I Get think him off he the was, show. I think he was good at times. I think he had good yeah. scenes, but Maybe. his character in totality was, totally was, awful. was again, overacting is what it was. Did you, do you watch it? Or have you watched The Office at all? I got out before I saw Will, uh, Will Ferrell. So you need to get into it just to see what the season Will. is that? Season. The last season. No, no, oh, wow. Whatever it was. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, that was when they were replacing Michael was the last season. Well, no. No, negative. What? Negative Ghost Rider. Did it last two seasons? Mm, it was season seven when they were replacing Michael, and it and they went through season nine. Andy was the, was the manager for like a, at least a season and a half, if not more. So then it was probably season it's, eight. It was either seven or eight when it happened. Uh, I, I think, because I only think it made it one. It made it two to three episodes. That's it. He was that bad? He was, yeah, he was awful. In, oh, in his totality, he was that now, bad. No, they had how many managers did they have at that point? They ran through like six different uh, ones or something like no, that like they, they brought in. They did uh, an interview process, and they they aired the interview process. And so Jim Carrey came in to interview. Uh, who's the guy that plays the Lego Batman? Will Arnett, they had him come in. They had uh, um, Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond. Wow, mm. they were throwing some big money at this. Big thing, names. They? Uh, James Spader ended up being the new CEO for Cat. Uh, who's I can't think of her name, uh, but she was the CEO of of Saber that bought him, and then he convinced her to take her job. <laughs> uh, and James Spader was in there for a, about a year. Two seasons without Carell. Thank you. Yeah. So, anyway, well, so, so it was a season and a half of Andy, the first half of the other season. That's what I said. Good. No, no, I was, I was great because you oh. said it might have been two and a half or whatever. So I was just, yeah, okay, letting you know. So, uh, but anyways, the I guess the point is, is that they they spent a ton of money to try to replace somebody who was irreplaceable. Yep. And uh, take note, Dallas Cowboys. Right, right. Uh, 
So, anyways, but yeah, you should go back and watch the Will Ferrell episodes just for the just from the standpoint to see how much of an over actor he he did, and mm. it, it, it made it bad. And it was, like I said, there was a couple scenes where I thought it was pretty good, uh, just because he he played that awkward boss trying to be the friend like Michael did in the first six seasons or whatever it was. Uh, he played that, and there was a couple times where it was kind of funny. But again, overacting from start to finish, and you had to get through it if you wanted to keep going. But three episodes, they killed him off. Like, literally? They killed him off. He says he could do the Jordan dunk the, the from the free throw line, okay? And, uh, and Jim, you know, Jim's, all right, let's put it to the test. We got a hoop downstairs. Why are we waiting? He's like, well, I'll do it after, after work. He's like, let's do it now. It's like, okay, I didn't know we had such basketball fans here or whatever. So he goes and he does this like, uh, he does this like foot and a half leap and then runs and jumps on Kevin's back because Kevin's like crouched down, jumps on his back and climbs up the net and dunks the ball. Okay, so he he does the splits, you know, the jump split things that he does, you know, and then, but it only goes like a foot and a half, man. That's so funny. <laughs> and so then he... Hangs on to the the rim and he says uh, he says something like get a load of that or whatever and then the goal is one of those portable goals and so it falls back and he hits his head gets a concussion and dies or goes into a coma mm-hmm. or whatever and uh, and some of the funniest episodes are the episode where they're talking about uh, not replacing him um, they're talking about leaving him a basket. Of, of stuff for in case he wakes up and Dwight's like trying to tell him let's leave him a chainsaw and some ammunition and a gun and a knife and some fire starters and stuff in case he wakes up post-apocalypse <laughs> right and so then uh, Rick Grimes reference absolutely I mean there's, there's so many things and then Dwight becomes interim manager for a little bit which is just it's everything you expect Dwight to be as a manager I can only imagine and then the very end is when Dwight truly becomes a good manager and stuff um but you know he's just full of himself whenever he takes over for two or three episodes or whatever, and it's it's a stretch of of stuff you you can get through the will if you can get through the Will Ferrell stuff, you're watching six or seven episodes that are pretty funny. Okay, just because back in there. yeah, I mean, and it's tough because Michael's not there. But how many times were there scenes when Michael wasn't there and the scenes were still funny? Right, which is why the show made it nine seasons where he didn't go all nine. Because they had standalone relationship character building that were where scenes were great, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I didn't like Andy as a manager because Andy they tried to redo all the same scenes at the beginning of Michael's journey as a oh, manager no. with Andy, uh, at least for two or three episodes. And I was like, why are we rewatching this with a new dude? Mm-hmm. And of course, I think Ed Helms is subpar as an act as a comedy uh, as a comedian. Uh, He's okay. The Hangover, he played a role. Um, horrible Bosses, he played a role. Right? I mean, he didn't make the show. I think Bradley Cooper and uh, Galifianakis made The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Horrible Bosses, uh, Jason Sudeikis, and uh, I don't know the other kid, but he's from Fist Fight with Ice Cube. Um, yeah. Short. Oh, that was a good movie. That guy. Those two guys made The Horrible Bosses movies. I don't. With you, you little yeah. stupid. Oh, that was that <laughs> that's was the best scene the I've scene ever seen in the, the movie the, the ever. Big, man, that was that was really fun. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, so we're good. doing this. Oh, okay, yeah, let's get it. Let's hit this." 
Anyways, but uh, but yeah, man. Because he'd never heard the music. He right. never heard the song. He knew the dance. She's like, yeah, let's do They'd the big shot. worked on the dance. He, but he's, but he, so, <laughs> he's so preoccupied with all this stuff going on that's his fist fight. He knows he's going to get his butt whooped. Uh, and then, he, yeah, honey, do the Big Sean song. We'll do the Big Sean song. Yeah. It has we'll no idea what it is. Everybody else knows, which is the genius behind it. By the way, I'm sure you saw Space Force, didn't you? I did. Did you like it? I enjoyed it. It I was it. it was so satirical that it was difficult to get through a couple times, but uh, I like I like Steve Carell. Yeah, man, he's good. They brought some of the Office uh, mojo into it, mm-hmm. uh, just in a different setting. But uh, I thought it was pretty good. Then don't watch the morning show. Okay, you know what that is? No. Okay, so it's on your Apple Plus subscription TV, whatever it is. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, Steve Carell's in it. Uh huh. He plays a serious role. Okay. And it's awful. Oh, uh, have you seen? There's a movie he he did with uh, or Foxcatcher or something mm. like that. It, it's about it's a true story about a guy who has a he's an extremely large inheritance or whatever or a lot of money, and he trains Olympic wrestlers. Mm. And uh, two brothers go out. Mark Ruffalo's one, and Channing Tatum is the other. Uh, the two brothers go to this the Foxcatcher estate live there and tra- and the Channing Tatum trains and uh and he's I mean it's kind of portrayed that he's like a like a closet gay I mean he's it do- he doesn't really come out but he he innuendos a lot or suggests some things and but again if that's who that guy was if that's what he did it was back in the 80s mm-hmm maybe 70s or whatever and i mean it's very you don't you don't tell you don't ask don't tell you don't you don't you don't come out of, in that regard where now it's completely opposite right if everybody's living their best life Yellow. right so anyways uh but yeah i mean there's just so many little things he's not married he's he's he lives around it. it's a serious role and it's it's a good movie it's a good movie the true story behind it makes it a good movie because yeah. you know it's something that you can look up and kind of see what happened. But uh, but his character was so difficult to watch mm. because he they aged him by twenty years, saggy skin and we I mean and and serious and it was it was rough. He to can watch. play some serious roles though. He can. His I, I always get him mixed up. There's Olympus has fallen and White House down. One of them is. Uh, uh, him and the other one is uh, Gerard uh, Butler. Gerard Butler. So I can't. I can't remember which. Oh, one you're is talking which. about Channing Tatum. I'm yeah. talking about Steve Carell. Is the is the trainer? You guy. never mentioned Steve Carell at all in your entire description of that. I just thought you moved on to Channing Tatum. No, I was just saying those were the two guys that were the boxers. No, you literally but you, never. No, mentioned you Steve said. Uh, but I. St- I, I That's pig- what I. I was I waiting for on your serious I was, Steve Carell. I was waiting for the connection. Did you know Steve Did- Carell was in this movie as I was talking? Yes, I thought he was. The Thank old you very guy much. Okay. So oh. you've got to put the makeup. But have on. you seen the movie? I have not. Oh, you, I didn't put y'all that. Should, okay. As right. someone who enjoys sports, I'm sure you enjoy sports movies. You should watch it. The Foxcatcher. It's something like that. Okay. Uh, I think it's the Foxcatcher because I think the estate was called the Foxcatcher Estate. Uh, anyways, I totally missed that. It's well, I was just. I mean, I I, I went right off. Of I know exactly that's what, what I thought. Anyway, so I was just waiting for the. Yeah, mention. some of us are conversations. Yeah, Others just you know no. here for taking a seat. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so yeah, the commercials largely disappointing in the Super Bowl this year. Largely, largely disappointing. Y'all remember uh, the days of Terry Crews, the office linebacker? 
Yeah, uh, the big old guy used to run. Yeah, that was, that's when starting Super Bowl. He just people be in a hallway by the water cooler. He would just line up and yep. run them over and get them go yell, get the like, woo. Those were the Super Bowl. Now yeah. these days, it's like some kind of agenda's got to be pushed or something. Uh, it's I just want to laugh. Yeah, I just want to laugh. And it's all it's all political now. So yeah. that's the problem. Well, I mean, listen, the halftime show. I I did not like awful. the halftime show. I thought it was garbage juice. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> like in the corner where they like a big gulp Friday. of garbage juice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see you later. Uh, he's trying to be Michael Jackson. Well, I mean, they're wearing the new Michael freaking Jackson. underwear on their head. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, what was that about? Yeah, I saw. So, I, weird. Like, I saw a meme that he he reached out to. He's like, "Hey, Dix, uh, you got two hundred jock straps I can use for face masks." <laughs> exactly. For the Super Bowl show. Yeah. Uh, so dumb. When he's in the House of Mirrors thing. Uh, I saw memes that said it's like he's trying to FaceTime with old fogies because they can't, they don't know where the, they don't know where the can. It's all blurry and stuff. Um, right before, like right before you get eaten by it. I don't know if y'all seen the second one of those, but he's in the House of Mirrors. Uh, like the marching Red Army. Somebody said that. I'm sitting back like that's a little, that's a little dark not PC, but yeah, it's kind of what it looked like for a second. Uh, I was like, all the masks. What's the purpose for all? Th- Everybody was wearing a mask. What's that's, except the weekend? Wait, hold on. Right. That's the purpose. Hundred percent. Everybody's wearing a mask. Okay. Everybody's right. in lockstep. That's Everybody's stupid. walking together, stupid. stepping together. That's stupid. Uh, somebody, political. It's all political. Somebody said lazy last minute Halloween costumes. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what that is. Uh, but uh, so, what were they supposed? Real quick, what what was that supposed to be? What were they supposed to be? I think he had facial well, surgery. No well, he did, yeah. And that's what he looked like, and it was a trib, like he was attributing his, like some realness or something of what he went through. I don't know. Was he like burned like Michael Jackson, or he had cosmetic surgery? I think he had cos. I don't know. I don't know. He him. may have broken something and had surgery to fix it. Or I, I, got, I have no idea. I heard something that he heard his, he, he had surgery on his face, had it. There was a it prop, was there was a prop bet about whether he would be. Wearing bandages when he went to reveal his face when he started the the show because oh he uh, recently had this yeah it was yeah, not it was long recent ago. yeah yeah so which is I, and what so I don't know what the he's surgery trying was. to be the new Michael Jackson because yeah. he's changing his appearance or yeah. something and I know why Michael Jackson did a lot of the stuff he did was because of that condition he had but I mean his went really far right from where he started to where he ended up mm-hmm. with the surgeries and stuff his went extremely far I think. A lot of the pigment thing that he did was to try to not make it so splotchy. Have you? There was a there was a girl at school who had something like that, uh-huh. and had she done something that Michael Jackson done, it would have evened her face out and her uh-huh. arms and stuff like that. And I know that's why he did a lot of that. Fertiligo or something. Some, it was some yeah, some weird name. I don't know what it is, but um, but his nose. I mean, how many nose jobs did this dude have? How many? Uh, whatever he chiseled off his face. I mean. What happened? Like he did so much to his face, he, he it's unrecognizable if you put a before and after when he was a teenager or whatever, and when right before he died. And so, but anyways, there's people thinking that because he did the plastic surgery or whatever he did to his face, that he's trying to be that new figure. He will never be. He won't be a Tito Jackson. He won't. Might be a Janet. Could be. Hey, 2021, man. It was a terrible show. You remember Jason was on the episode with you, and we talked about things that – no, 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 that was with uh, Andrew. I don't know if you heard that one, but we talked about things that upset you. Mm-hmm. And he said bad, people do like bad music. 
Yeah. That was the epitome of everything he just said. Yeah. It was such bad music. The so pr- bad. The problem with music like that is that the beats and stuff are kind of catchy. And it's probably because they play them a thousand times on mm-hmm. radios or in commercials. They And it's all subliminal. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah. But and everything's auto-tuned, so you don't really see the talent of anyone. It's, it's just, garbage. Okay, so okay, so the, the song, garbage. one of the first Juice. songs that he did, the one that everybody kind of knows, uh, I Can't Feel My Face When I'm With You, yeah. but I love it. Do you yeah. know what that's about? Cocaine? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. A friend of mine was at my house. We were watching it, and yeah. so he was like, uh, the, him and I think his wife or somebody were talking about, it, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, that's what I was like." Well, at least now it makes sense because I never understood why being with somebody would make you not be able to feel your face. Yeah. But okay. Uh, well, he and also so, did the one from Fifty Shades of Grey. But well, how, only reason I know that song is from Madden. It was like on Madden nineteen yeah. or something. But they like always. That. But they, only reason I know that. But I it's so never, funny because they have these, these. Don't listen to that nonsense. They they it was have on these, Madden nineteen whenever Dion came out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> the Ravens. <laughs> That, Shutting it down. They have all of these supposed, you know, oh, it's supposed to be uh, uh, a wholesome show and this, that, and the other. And yeah. it's singing about how he loves cocaine. Like, so I just everything don't. Everything about that performance is really dark. I don't get okay, it. Okay, so I watched all. a video. There's this one girl that I follow. I graduated with her. She's very much into conspiracy theories and stuff. And um, sh- they played a. Uh, there's a whole. There's a whole lot of people that think that with the Pizzagate. Have you ever heard about Pizzagate? I have. Okay, that uh, it's real and um, very prevalent in high society or rich society, regardless of wherever you're at. And there was a, a weekend performance where he flashed Satan on the back of his screen. Now, I don't know if this v- video was fixed, but it looked like a video from the audience of the concert, and they're videotaping the stage, and it said Satan, and it flashed it like like super quick mm-hmm. and the guy slowed the video down and paused it right where it said satan and then i went back and watched the the real the fast time and i saw it flash mm. and i mean that's the, the tip of the iceberg with that they're guy, putting though. they're putting subliminal yeah. messages about the devil out i mean that there's something wrong with that just wholesomely wrong with that well and it's just yeah. it's just right in your face now like you heard a yeah, little it, uzi vert right little uzi vert i've heard the name Say but, it fast enough sound like lucifer yeah. yeah. Now the guy's like, "Oh, y'all going to hell with me? You're listening to my music, yeah. dummies!" Like, I mean, what what would what would inspire you? Even if it's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm just trying to, you know, troll you a little bit." But even that being, why would you want to be involved with something like that? Even it, that's is what you know. Who plays like that? It's, like, but what's crazy is they pretend that, that it's wholesome, though. That's right. the point. Yeah, right. they're is they're they, pushing it as if it's okay. Right, if it's right. If it's every day, Virtual not signal. a problem. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and it's all subliminal because it was so fast. Yep. And stuff and it's just man it's crazy Brother DJ say, i saw this Browns after the super bowl performance right so i didn't know that any of this had happened otherwise i probably would have just tuned out and, and walked away because if somebody's gonna push that type of stuff i'm not into it like i'm just gonna i'm gonna be out but uh they played the 50 shades of gray song um what song was that um you make it feel like it's magic magic uh, i don't know the name of the song um i don't know the name of the song but it's i mean it was catchy when it came out, they played it every every ten minutes on the on the radio. Back when I listened to the radio, now it's all <laughs> iTunes downloads and stuff and podcasts because I can control what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we're kind of you know. Hey, I told you I told you we go about an hour and a half, two hours if the conversation gets about an hour and forty five minutes right now. But last little thing I want to talk about was how Tampa Bay fared in sports this year. I don't know if y'all paid much attention to it. 
that Tampa Bay was. I've heard that it's a phenomenal year for Tampa Bay. Championship were, Bay. Is yeah. Uh, World Series appearance, uh, NHL champions, and NFL champions. Wow. So uh, what, do they, have, do they have a basketball team? No. Okay. So for the teams they have, they were uh, what, one game away from the triple crown of their professional sports. Anyway, so I saw, uh, I saw a tweet that the mayor, uh, Tampa Mayor Jane Castor, Sunday night she joked, said she'd be changing the city's name, tweeting, Tom Brady, see, me, see you in my office Monday to discuss Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, extremely oh, dad boy. joke type of thing, but uh, funny. Or Tampa Brady. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the other thing is if there was any any doubts that Brady was going to be done, he, you know, on the podium, he's like, we'll be back next year. Yeah. Which I get why you want to come back, but I'm done. If I'm Brady, I just went and proved in the NFC that I could hang with the best of the best in the NFC and then came and beat the AFC the best of the best, right? Well, Who's won multiple championships with multiple teams? He's got to have another unbreakable record. Well, okay, that's what quarterback has went to another team and won multiple championships. Well, with there's only team. the two that have only won the one, right? Right. So, right. okay, he's I, putting it out of orbit right now. I get that. Um, which I mean, that's a, the, the thing is, but for they Brady, have to have right. everything happen. But the thing the is, right now he's having he's having year. fun. Right, he's having fun. It's true, and he's, they got a two-year window. He's there. For his buddies are there. Gronk's there. That's Brown's true. there. I mean, they're just having a ball. That's true. And in I guess Florida. as long as they all stay, it's in, it's, it's in Florida. So how how long retired. until Brown comes off the crazy train? Like he's been real quiet. How long till he gets comfortable and starts losing his mind again? No, I think I with think Brady not, there. Gonna... I think with Brady there, he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. I think when Brady goes, crazy train gets back. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he still is. But I know that when Brady was lobbying for him to come play on the team, yep. he told the team uh, he will live with me, yeah. and basically I'll babysit him. Yeah, is basically what, yeah. what he said. I mean, that's a little. Yeah, I mean, I mean, essentially. And when he got in yeah. trouble in New England, it was something prior to him getting there, right? Which which they dismissed Some, him for something. Yeah. Like it wasn't that, anything why he was there, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe Brady is a whisperer. Maybe he got yeah. moss right, didn't he? <sighs> Yes, he's t- he taking some uh, difficult characters and kind of wrangle them in. But that's the but that goes all the way back to what we talked about earlier. You don't lead a team on the field only. You Good lead point. them off the field, on and off. Like Good point. everything that you do off the field shows just uh, just exaggerates what you're going to do on the field. And he's never set the market from a quarterback standpoint on contracts, has he? I don't. He's believe always so. been very no. He always no. This. He always took a discount because his wife's like a gajillionaire. Oh, so. Well, he, so he took. I think he also he always a took discount. a discount, so they can bring something. Well, but that, to him. but that's the thing. It's it's two ways. One, he can do it and and yeah. foster a championship environment, but it doesn't hurt him financially. Well, and it, like but, it does other. But you got to think of. I mean, we don't know anything about his financial situation in terms of what kind of money he's throwing at things. You know, what type of potential trouble he may have ever gotten in financially. Uh, if he has gambling issues, you know, Jordan was a, is a I think still is just a gigantic gambler. Uh, but he's got a bajillion dollars with Nike, or now Air Jordan. I think maybe he's separated from that. Is that? No, I it's think still, it's Nike. still a Nike okay. brand. Uh, but because of that huge contract they have, I mean, he's he's been paid in perpetuity until mm. uh, for I mean, his generations at generations. Anyway, so uh, you know, we don't know what kind of financial mishaps he's ever come into, or whatever. But if he's taken that discount, yeah, his wife may be a gajillionaire, but. 
maybe they're just really good with their money. I'm maybe, not saying that they're not. Right? Maybe maybe they're not going to be those people that that are in bankruptcy three years after they retire from football. No. Yeah. Right? I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that's are, the case. But there I'm are those people that, that make those crazy right. contracts and then they just blow it all. They go buy 17 houses. Well, it's the same people that win the lottery and three years later they're broke. That's right? it's, absolutely it's the same thing. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's your your the what your eyes are bigger than your stomach or eyes are bigger than your wallet or whatever. So. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, man, Tampa Bay was the place to go for sports this year. If you were, if you're in any way, shape, or form a sports fan, yeah. Tampa Bay. It's was not that big of a market, is it? No. Well, and I have no idea how it started, but my sister is a Tampa Bay. But Florida Buccaneers is a good fan. sports market, right? Florida is. I mean, when you got you got your colleges down there, the Gators, the Seminoles, uh, you got your Miamis. Miami, the the Dolphins has always been a football town, right? Um, I know Jacksonville's a small market. Yeah, Jacksonville is, um, but but Florida's just a good place to go for for a lot. Uh, Miami Heat, right? They had a huge uh, uh, run right there when when LeBron came down. Uh, they had some pretty good uh, years before that as well. The Marlins, uh, right? But no, the Marlins are meh. Well, they were. Now they're right. They won. Well, they won with uh, when Pudge came back in '99. I think. Oh, it's been that long. It's, oh, wow. it's been a minute. Oh, okay. uh, and, you know, they had Giancarlo Stanton, but he went to the uh, Yankees because he took the money, right? Well, who the doesn't, money. Who doesn't take the money? Got to get the bag, money? baby. Got to get the bag. Right. So nobody's building anything anymore, but uh, but but there's plenty of sporting events to, to go see and, and root for. But the Rays have been a good baseball team for several years in the past 15, 20 years. They've, they've had a lot of competition, or they've given a lot of competition to the Yankees and the Red Sox. But Tampa, or Florida is a good place to go if you have some teams that that you like down there, or whatever. You go down there and you can root for some pretty competitive teams a lot of times. Even listen, even when the Bucks weren't great, they were okay, right? I mean, uh, Winston had flashes, and then he would throw six interceptions in a row. You know, he had flashes of goodness, and then he would suck, and then he would be okay, and then he would. I mean, he was never constant, which is why he was gone, right? And they. But because he had the flashes, he stayed for a few years. So the Bucks weren't a complete lost cause. And they got Brady. And then they were definitely not a lost cause. Right. right? I mean, they secured that people they, their relevance for two years at least. Anyways, but yeah, man, this was this was the place to go to for this for COVID. Number one, not only was it the place to go for COVID, because of COVID, you could go down there and pretty much continue to do anything you wanted to do. Go down to the beaches, go to the restaurants and all that stuff. Didn't have to wear masks, etc. Except for spring break. Right. You you could do pretty much anything you wanted most of 2020 without any restrictions. And you had teams that you could back, watch, and have some, and see some excitement. I tell you what, I went to one of the World Series games with uh, the Rays and the, and the Dodgers this year. Uh... Maybe well, I went to two games. I went to a uh, NF, uh, NFC, um, NL, AL, National League. Uh, I don't know which one they're in. A National League championship game, and then I went to the one of the World Series games. Probably two of the best baseball games maybe in the history of the sport of baseball. Just the way everything happened. I mean, we're talking last minute, almost a walk off situation. Um, they were down like eight to one or something, eight to three. Came back eight to seven. I mean, it was one run here, one run there. I mean, and it was just a game that you couldn't leave. Both games, games you just couldn't leave, and uh, and the Rays was one of those. And I think the Rays won that game. 
Anyways, it was a great it was a great city to be in if you were a sports fan. Must anyway. be nice. Mm-hmm. We're out here droughting it out in uh, Dallas, Texas. We're what twenty six, twenty seven years out. How many Gross. years are we out? Twenty six years well, out of a championship. Mavericks yeah. won one. What two thousand ten? That's true. The Mavericks won one. Yeah, the Rangers 11, went to two. They should have won in eleven. 11. Um, we've had some. We've had flashes of of some really really exciting times. And then John Daniels decided to do basically what. Uh, Jerry Jones does with the Cowboys. He gutted everything and sent Nolan Ryan packing. He's an idiot for doing that, and I cannot wait till that Agreed. guy gets out of baseball completely. How long? Uh, well, he's I mean he's like thirty three. So oh, no. yeah, it's gonna be a while. I mean it's gonna be a minute. Hopefully, and hopefully when he does, we can bring Ryan back. I'm just hoping that ownership Ryan sees. We'll I'm kidding. Kind of he's like eighty. Yeah. He's not gonna pitch. I'll t- yeah. Oh, you mean to <laughs> I meant to pitch? I thought you meant That's to be in the office. <laughs> no, he, he, he needs to be Let's in the see office. What he's got. Let's see what he's got. Listen, I would take I would take his son Reed over John Daniels because at least he'd be in his ear like, okay, that was a dumb move, dude. Why don't you just undo that? Yeah, you know, Dad would be coaching him, right? Anyways, John Daniels, absolute garbage in the front office. Uh, I like uh, what's his name? What's his name for the Mavs? Cuban. I like Cuban. I like that he gets into it. Uh, I like that he's a no nonsense kind of guy. I like that he's absolutely involved. And wants to win, and money's not an object. We right. just have to figure out. Absolutely. What I can't figure out, I'm just to be honest, is you've got an owner. Yeah. The, he's he's kind of the best of both worlds. Like, he's he's what the original Jerry Jones was, right? Yeah. So you've got an owner who's very involved. He's willing to throw money at it. Yeah. But he's also willing to hire people and let them do what they do, right? Yeah. yeah. Why does nobody want to come here? To Dallas? Yes. Well, I've he is a, we strike out he is on a personality. the big free agents every year. Yeah, we struck out on Dwight Howard. We struck out on every uh, year. What's you uh, name well, him. what's his name? Uh who came from the Clippers for like a week and then went back to the Clippers or something. I forget his name. The he was kind of the he was the big dude. Okay. I can't I think know of who his you're name. talking about. I can't remember. Uh, and, then, and then you got like Rajon Rondo comes over and then he quits for basically. Like a, yeah, for like two weeks. And so we get rid of him and then he goes on. He's freaking all star, right? Yeah. Um. It, so like you have James was. I mean, LeBron was one of the one of the spots that he could have landed was Dallas. Right. He was so on like, the list. why? I mean, how do they keep come missing? On. We cannot get a big free agent here, and I don't know why. It kills me, especially now you got Luca. Well, like, okay, okay, so the big one was Dirk. play with Luca. The big one was we're still keeping, we're still hanging on to Dirk, and I think that's why we lost out on Howard and LeBron. No, but even when Dirk was good, nobody would come play with him. I don't think that's true. We had so we had our original run. We had Steve and Finley and uh, uh, Jet, and we had all them, and that was kind of when right after Cuban kind of took, took over. over the team. Yeah. But then after that, those guys went away. And we never brought anybody in. All we had was Dirk. Well, and we rode him until I mean, he, we brought he, in until that was it. And then well, we got we, lucky with Luca. Well, no, we brought in we brought in a little aged talent, but then and then we won the championship with him. Jason Kidd, Sean Marion. Um, I, there's another one that I can't think of. Uh, the center, uh, yeah, Pierre Tyson, Tyson, oh, no, Tyson Chandler, Chandler, right? Uh, I mean, we brought but, but people none of those guys. But okay, but none of those guys in and of themselves J- was a J. superstar. J. We just had a really we we Ooh, had a might have should have got the MVP of one of those games. Wait, yeah. we had a really good combination uh-huh. that ha- that won that year. We had a but, really good but, combination but, of guys who wanted a championship, right? But in today's but in today's NBA, you can't win that way anymore. You have to have at least two all stars. 
Well, and, that's and three because really good role players. That's you have to have at least two all stars because everybody's getting to all like they're all that's teaming what, up. I know that's right? my point, and oh. we can't get the second all star for some reason. Nobody yeah, else we're wants to come have, here. We're gonna have to go get that Tyrese Maxey who just graduated from South Garland and went through went to Kentucky, and we're gonna have to get some all star out of the draft. We did with Luca, but that only happens. No, not, we're gonna have that to only get happens once one. a decade. Yeah, because we're like, not gonna you, you we'll trade Okay, for him, so we you know? got Porzingis. Give him a first round draft pick. Next Porzingis is like the fourth but overall power. Uh, Postcard, uh, power forward. No, power forward. That's the one. So he is Postcard. a very he is a he is a top tier fragile. He is fragile role player, but he's good. He is not your all star. He's, he's higher. He's not than your all star. He's definitely higher than a role yeah, player for all. sure. He's your number one role player. He's higher than a role. He's maybe player. your. He's maybe. Your, I'd say he's an all star. Maybe he's half, higher than a role. Maybe player. half an all star. But you've got to have two. So he's two and a guy. half would be great. Two and a half would be great. That's true. But we, need, we need another one. We need uh, Curry's little brother. We got rid of him. Oh, did we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, we just need him to become Curry. No, yeah, that would be great. That would be fantastic. But yeah, we got rid of him. Uh, well, we also got rid of Elvis Andrus, by the way. Did you, know, did you hear yeah, about that? I heard that. that yeah. I mean, nobody's happy about that. What did we that. get for him? That's the question. Right? No, so I, think I think it was like a buy one, Chris get one Daniels, free a right? burger coupon. You, 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 got a, you got a designated hitter. He was the best hit for average guy we have had for the last Seven years, consistently the best so hit my, for average. My guy. understanding from what I've heard is you picked up a designated hitter on the decline. Yeah, that's pretty much well, what they, happened. No, they picked up a consistent bat. Uh, used to be, but over the last couple years, he went from three twenty to two sixty to they're thinking like two twenty maybe. And Andrews and apparently he can't play defense. No, the guy you picked up, Daniels. Oh. For for Andrus. Oh, 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 I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying whoever got Andrus. No, got no, no, no. I'm talking about us. Oh, no, I wouldn't. You said what did we get? Anybody. You said what did we get for him? We almost had to have you. gotten money. I was telling you what we got for him. We almost, we must have gotten that. I'm sure there and was like some kind of money benefit behind Probably. it, so we could maybe buy some. But I went to uh, I went to spring training back in 2015, maybe 14, 15, and I saw all of the uh, I saw all of the prospects that were top prospects for the Rangers playing for the Brewers. <laughs> because he just got rid of – I mean, he got rid of all of them. Yeah. Uh, he, what, he tried to get – oh, he got that catcher who, who sucked. Uh, he's a good catcher, but he just – he didn't pan out for us. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he came from the Brewers. Uh, um, I don't know what his name is. He, he had a bobblehead because I – Hey, at least we signed Russell Wilson. We still have him. When maybe on the on a, on a farm system contract. So maybe. can we can we merge the Rangers and the Cowboys somehow for neck of that? So he has to be the Cowboys. So he has quarterback? to be the Cowboys listen, quarterback. I, yeah. I, I imagine that there's. Can a, the Cowboys assume his contract? Listen, I, I would imagine that we could take some of the Cowboys, put them on the Rangers, and we'd be way better. Yeah. Like the, I mean, those guys are athletes. I mean, yeah. they could pick it up. Uh, they could definitely hit better than Joey Gallo. I mean, they may not get forty home runs, but they probably will hit for three hundred. Anyways, it's just it's ridiculous. Dallas is the worst place to be for sports right now. Uh, anyways, any well, I don't know. The stars did pretty well. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. If you like hockey, and anyways, uh, some of the other firsts that we didn't get to most titles for any one player, largest age gap between quarterbacks. It was like a eighteen year age gap between those guys. Were ridiculous. First time the stadium's home team won. The hosting stadium had a home team there and won. Well, that's the first time they had one at. The host. I don't believe that's true. I think that Isn't happened that right? at least two other times. 
I believe it's happened at least two of I, I saw something that said hmm. the home the team time. had played there but lost two times. Okay. Um, youngest quarterback to start in two Super Bowls. Uh, he wasn't the youngest to start in one. Uh, both, uh, I think, Marino and Roethlisberger were younger when they had their first one. But then uh, Roethlisberger was 26. He was 24, 25. Mm. So he's the youngest one to do two. Oldest quarterback ever to play in a Super Bowl. Uh, Bucks last loss came, we mentioned this, last loss came to the Chiefs in November. Uh, Brady's first first quarter touchdown in a Super Bowl. First yeah, time he scored that. in the first quarter. Like, ridiculous. Still 7-3. and three. Right. Uh, and then Brady and Manning, only, the two, uh, only two to ever take two teams Super Bowl victory. Took Brady one year. Took Manning four. And, uh, and, yes, no previous team has played in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams played in nearby Anaheim for the first time that season. Okay, so uh, I think th- I think that's uh, what I, like and the, they had a home crowd. And Super Bowl was played at Stanford Stadium, in mm. Stanford, San California, was another one. So no, nobody's ever played at their home stadium until now. Okay, that well the then it, then I then I, I read home crowd. Okay. So if a if a Los Angeles team played in a Los Angeles stadium somewhere, okay. they yeah, had a home crowd. Okay. Yeah. Back whenever they sold more than twenty five thousand tickets. Because that's all they sold this year, apparently. Yeah, so I heard it was, was 20,000 fans and 30,000 cutouts. Who was yeah. sitting at $100 to put a cutout? Uh, if I'd have known about it, I'd have done it. I would not have. I'm, I out. Would have. I'm out on that. That's the dumbest thing. In, I, but I wouldn't have I sent me. I can't believe someone even. But I wouldn't have sent me. I, I would have sent some, I don't know, some character or something that I wanted. This but, I'd rather spend $100 on lottery tickets. <laughs> right, absolutely. I would have I would have rather bought several squares on the Super Bowl boards yeah. than I mean, anyways, it's the uh, well based on everything. It's that the worst loss, so. thing yeah. in the history of sports. Well, but but, but they're also cardboard but, cutouts but did you in the, the stadium. Did you see the superimposed audiences that they put at the beginning of COVID? No. Like they took they took old footage of fans. This was at baseball games, and they they put old footage it. of fans and overlaid it. <laughs> Into the into the production. Well, that makes sense. They already do that with the with the ads. But it was garbage. Well, they already do that it with the advertisement. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. It was it was if it's if there's anything worse than the cardboard cutouts in the seats, it's overlaying old fan footage. That's true. But did you hear the second part? No. You pay a hundred dollars for the cardboard cutout, yeah. and you get entered in a drawing for two tickets to next year's Super Bowl. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe. So hundred. So you want to gamble your hundred dollars? Well, you can gamble on a chance to get two Super Bowl tickets that's, next year. That's fair. Which Scratch those things so. are going for? How much are those things going for? I mean, for? usually a couple thousand. A couple thousand dollars. Yeah. So. And if you ha- if you get them secondhand. Yeah, even close more. To Ten. So yeah, I mean, I get that, but. And then if you don't want to go next year, you sell them. That's and right. Turn your hundred dollars into ten thousand. You get that ten thousand. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so if you want. Right. No, I it, guarantee that. As I say, if you're they the have a clause on that, you're not going to be able to resell those from the NFL. Yeah, well, maybe not. well, you'd have to put them through StubHub, and it'd be a regulated price. Yeah, like, you, you probably they probably yeah, they won't could, let you resell it. That would make no, sense. They might let you resell it, but it would go for what the others are going for in the yeah. area on the normal platforms. I mean, they're not going to let you scalp yeah. them for fifteen times what they're worth. But, anyways, uh, listen, I don't care who you're rooting for. I don't care. It doesn't matter because the game's over. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I don't, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter like who your home team is or who the people are. This was a good Super Bowl to tune into because of all the stuff around it. Was it a good Super Bowl to watch by the way the score was at the end of the game? By the way, one team basically controlled it? No, that was not. That was the worst part of it. But everything about it 
everything about it leading up to it was was a great thing to try to witness. I agree. The, you know? the potential was outstanding. Yeah. The final product I think, was a letdown. I think the Bucks' final product was not. I think the Chiefs was. Well, when I say the final product, I so mean it the was game an, as a it whole. was an average Super Bowl to watch. That was the most unprepared team I've ever seen in a championship game. Exactly. I couldn't believe that they were that unprepared. I couldn't hit two weeks, and that's what they gave you. I couldn't. I I could not imagine that a team that just beat the Bills, who I, a lot of people thought should should have been able to go to the Super Bowl. The Bills were. And the Bills were good. The Bills may be there next year. They were real good. If they stay. I love that football team and their their demeanor. Oh, my God. They got like a hard hat and lunch pail and everybody punch you in the face. Yeah. Uh, if you step on the field, be prepared to go to the doctor later. You I mean, you're going gonna to get hurt. Uh, Cole Beasley's happy. Right? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he tweets once, and every, once or twice every now and then. That's, who else did the Chiefs beat this year in, in the playoffs? Oh, boy. Who did they play first? Well, I think I – You didn't get that right. No, I didn't. Well, I did and I didn't. I got all the teams right, but yeah. the original the bracket yeah. wasn't right because it was halfway through the season. Yeah. So they beat was the, it the Browns. Uh, Maybe after oh, they played shoot. the, I, don't know. I think it was the Browns were the lowest seed to move on because they beat the Steelers. Was uh, it the Browns? I think they play, and the Browns were good. They were good. Browns were a good team. Browns had a good defense. Brown had some, yeah. had some players on that offense. And we one year, one year turnaround with that coach. How about McCartney that? gets no passes. From How about that? Yeah, we talk about the COVID installation. They're a Agreed. bunch of first year coaching. Agreed. Absolutely. Two of them beat our butt in the in the division. So. Oh my god, it was absolute mm-hmm. garbage. Uh, but anyways, so I mean, the Chiefs aren't aren't a pushover team. Chiefs were not an easy win for the Bucks. Will they be it, back over the Bills? It turned out to be. Do what? Will they get back over the Bills to the Super Bowl? So here's what's gonna here's what's gonna be telling about. Yeah, the wait. Chiefs. So here was the question. The question was who. The Chiefs played. The Chiefs won or the Bills? Who did the Chiefs play to get to where they got? They beat the Bills in the in the championship game. I think they played the Chiefs. Uh, right, I think the Chiefs on. played the Browns. Sorry. Okay, so they didn't play in the wild card, right? No, no, because they, they were the first only team that had the bye. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So that was wild card. Be good, be oh, good place to uh, talk about our sponsors. Yeah, why don't you do that? Uh, okay. The problem is they have a whole bunch of information. Yeah. Okay. Like a whole bunch. Sometimes you could just hit, hit type NFL into Google and it'll then hit games and you could see the recent games. I did. Okay. That's but it's telling me all the details no, of cool. every no, game. You're doing a great job with the Google searching. All right, hold on. Clinched a playoff spot. If I find this before you, there's something wrong. I agree. There's already something wrong. I mean, you think you know everything, so I that is not true. Okay. Pause for station identification. <laughs> the Chiefs played the Browns. Okay. Good gracious. How did you not see that? Where did you see that? I just scrolled down. Here's all the games. Here's all the games. Here's, oh, here's the last one. That wasn't one. And then you just go backwards. For. You go backwards to find the old ones. So, yes, Kansas City beat the Browns. Then they beat the Bills. Right. And then they made then They, so, they were uh, a B short. They got the Browns and Bills. They could not get the Buccaneers. That's right. Third time to Triple B. That's right. Well, and then the the Bucks beat the Saints, and the Saints had to beat them three times in order to move on. Like that's something you you just you're told you can't do that, right? I mean, you can, but it's rare. Anyways, there was just a lot of things, in my opinion, that led up to, regardless of the dog you have in the fight, if there's one, they led up to 
man, I think I need to tune into this thing. I think I need to watch it. I, this is going to be great. Old ushering in a new. It's very likely that Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. It's very potential. He's been in the league, what, three years? And he's now been in the Super Bowl twice. Uh, that's a that's a potential pedigree there for ushering in something like what we haven't seen or what we maybe won't ever see with that Tom Brady thing. So, anyways, uh, it's just, man, there were so many little things that, in my opinion, made for a good story, made for a good conversation, made for a good football-watching experience um, until the game, you know, was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and then it was like, man. But even still, the Chiefs, the Chiefs put together some drives, but again, the Bucks were giving them the twenties in between the twenties. They were giving them all the underneath yeah. stuff, so that made it look better than it actually was. I mean, they're taking everything they could get, but they weren't given much. Anyways, I thought it was a great game. Uh, conversation here, I thought it was excellent because I mean, but that's the thing because I think everything around the game was noteworthy was yeah, was absolutely. was talkable you know uh everybody had input about little diff, different little things about it and brought something else to the table so uh but anyways i enjoyed i enjoyed the super bowl regardless of how terrible the game may have been i enjoyed it i'd say the worst thing about it outside of the chiefs not being able to score when they've never had that issue before was the commercials that was the worst thing about yeah. it second worst thing was the halftime show I would say the half one A and one B. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe tied. Yeah, maybe tied. But uh, but hey, guys, this is the podcast. Things you think you don't care about by Average Joe's Media. We are sponsored by the Home Buying Guys. So if you have that house that you need to get rid of, if you have something you're trying to sell, make sure you give Lance and Adam a call. The Home Buying Guys, they will take care of you. Courtney, I appreciate you joining. Pretty last minute. That's kind of how I do things. So if I do text you, it's probably the next day or later that day to come. So if you have the opportunity, uh, you're more than welcome to come on. Awesome. And, uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, always a pleasure. And yes, then sir. until next time, I am the Average Joe Boo. Make sure you keep it clean. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to flow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. The average Joes are fire when our show is on the wire. When we record, it's not obscene. Oh. Cause we keep it clean I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, down, down As the voice began to flow It gets loud, loud, loud In the studio In the studio I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, down, down As the voice began to flow it gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio, in the studio, in the studio, in the studio.